Welcome to High School Basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to daddyoscustomtees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. Daddy O's Custom Tees features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With Daddy O's Custom Tees, you can have it your way, whether you need one or 100. Go to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddyoscustomtees.com. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now... Imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can 
to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. You can also subscribe to the Play Action Sports Podcast and listen to it on your favorite platform like iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, or ask Alexa or Google to open the Play Action Sports Podcast. Keeping you up to date on Athens and Limestone County Sports, Play Action Sports. Hello and welcome everyone to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports currently at Elkmont High School for tonight's contest between the Elkmont Lady Red Devils and the Ardmore Lady Tigers. I'm going to be your play-by-play commentator and join my co-commentator. <laughs> Jay Master. <laughs> How's it nice, going tonight? Nice to be with you, Bailey. I think it's the first time I've worked with you. I'm looking forward to this county rivalry game here. It's always a big rival in football. Let's see how it goes in basketball. Let's begin with the starting lineups. Introduce them first for Ardmore, uh, Alani King, uh, followed by Bryn Wallace, Haley Hughes, Lexi Bettingfield, and Brooks, Brooks Phillips. Brooks Phillips, uh, Ardmore is coached by uh, the Lady Tigers, are coached by Jerry Kilpatrick. And for your Elkmont Lady Red Devils, coached by Sam Wallace, Abby Broadway. Uh, Tyree Thomas, Paige Robinson, Meredith Christ, and Thea Hamlin. So that, that is your starting five for the Lady Red Devils. So you said it was a pretty big football rivalry between both Elkmont and Armour, trying to see how it translates into basketball. But so far we just finished the junior varsity boys game before this. Elkmont came, on top. Elkmont came out on top in that one. Let's see if... This contest heading into the girls' varsity will be the same outcome. Yeah, it's, you know, they're only, what, a few miles away, you know, almost like Dick, North Carolina, they're that close. And it's, you know, I've, I've been a part of it. A friend of mine coached the Ardmore football team back in about six years ago and been a part of the rivalry. So they take it seriously. So it, 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 basketball, it's probably the same way. As we get through the rest of Elkmont's stars as well, just moments away from tip-off, I'd like to remind you to check out the Play Action Sports mobile app. It is your connection to all of our live streams along with scores, game archives, and more. Go online to pasnetwork.net. Again, that is pasnetwork.net for the download links. And also, Tim, he puts it out there on Twitter when he gets it downloaded. We Click on Twitter at Play Action Sports. I always have my notifications turned on when Tim sends it out. So I'm looking forward to this game. They're about to tip it off. That's a little bit. Got us up here. Got to stand up a little bit. Can't really sit down and see with a. That's the only thing about that rail. You can't. You try to look in between instead of over. So it looks like we got number 12, Paige Robinson. For Elkmont at number 23, Lexi Bettingfield here tipping off. Tip is up, and it's going to go to Elkmont immediately down the right, right side. Swung pass, 
swing pass over to number two, Abby Broadway in the corner. Back up to number four, Tylee Thomas at the top of the key for three. Elkmont's going to be the first to, to draw blood. She's wide open at the top of the key. Three-point shot, Tylee Thomas. Armour right now having a tough time getting it across half court. It's going to be stolen by number 23. I'm sorry, uh, number 21, Thea Hamlin. Then the shot's going to go up. No good. Rebounded by Ardmore. It's going to be number five, Elena King, bringing it up. Skip pass over to Lexi Bettingfield at the top of the key. Dish inside. Shot is up from the block. No good. Rebounded by Ardmore. Shot's up again. Blocked by Elkmont. Rebounded by number two, Abby Broadway. Going to take it up the court herself. Shot is up from the top of the key. No good. Going to be rebounded by number 10, Bryn Wallace of Ardmore. Looks like both teams are man-to-man. Shot is up near the top of the key. No good. It's going to be rebounded by number 20, Thea Hamlin of Elkmont. Now at the top of the key. Swing pass over down to the left side to Abby Broadway. Transitioning over to the right is Tylee Thomas. Back to the top. Ball's loose on the floor. Bubba covered by Elkmont. Tries to pass over to the left corner, but it's going to go out of bounds. Ardmore's going to take possession. That's turnover by the Lady Devils there. Nothing, uh, Coach Wallace didn't want to say that. Inbounding for Ardmore is number 25, Brooke Phillips. Taking it up, number five, Atlanta King. Elkmont in a pseudo full court press here. About half court, Ardmore gets it over relatively easily. Drive down the right side, number 23, Lexi Bettingfield. Shot is up and good. Score three to two. Good drive there on the baseline by Lexi. Bringing it up is Thea Hamlin for Elkmont. Ball swung near the top of the key over to Abby Broadway. Elkmont looking for some sort of offense. Ardmore in a 2-3 zone here. Ball swung to the left corner over to number 23. 23 ball is recovered by Elkmont. Now the top of the key, Abby Broadway. Drive inside, moving through the middle. Shot is up from Tylee Thomas on outside. No good. Rebounded by Brooke Phillips of Ardmore. Now bringing up down the right side. Guarded close. Driving all the way in. Shot is up. No good, but there's going to be a foul. Let's see if we get there. Foul is on number four. That'll be Tylee Thomas. That'll be her first. Team's first. Going to the line to shoot two. It'll be Brooke Phillips. First shot is up. That one's going to fall. Three to three now. Ardmore ties it up. Second shot coming up here for Phillips. Up, no good. Ball's tipped up in the air. It's going to be rebounded by number 12, Paige Robinson. Got Thea Hamlin now bringing it up the court for Elkmont. Up the right side. Swing pass over to Broadway. Now near the top of the key, drives to the middle, tries to swing it over to the corner, but pass is going to be stolen by number 10, Bryn Wallace. Over to Brooke Phillips, tries to dish inside, shot is up. No good, it's going to go out of bounds. Elkmont's coming back. She thought, It looked like she thought she was going to get fouled, so when she threw it up, she just <laughs> threw it out of bounds. Bringing it up for Elkmont is number 23, Thea Hamlin. Up the right, up to the top for Broadway. Swing pass over to 20. 
Swim pass over to the right side once again. Now back to the top of the key. Swim pass over to the left corner. Now dish inside. Really good ball movement. But pass inside is going to be stolen by number 10, Bren Wallace. Shot is up from the right side. Ooh. Three is in and out. No good. But it's going to be rebounded by Lexi Bettingfield. That ball touched twine and rolled right back out. Now we got number 10, Bren Wallace, near the right side. Now at the top of the key to King. King kicks it out to Haley Hughes. Drives inside. On the right, but it's going to be called for a travel. Got some substitutions here for the Lady Devils. Number three, I don't have an, I say number three, Brianna Newton. And number 24 be Ella Benfield. Checks in. Looks like Thea Hamlin's going to bring it up for Elkmont. Up the right. Tries to look inside. Swing pass over to Broadway on the left. Three is up. Shot no good. It's going to be Art. Ardmore's rebound by number 10, Bren Wallace. Driving it all the way up the right side herself. Now in the corner. Tries to swing it back up, but it's going to be stolen by Hamlin. Hamlin now two on two. Driving through the middle. Ball's not loose. It's going to go out of bounds, but it's going to stay Elkmont's possession. Good good tight defense there by Ardmore. Inbounding it for Elkmont is number four, Tylee Thomas. Over to the right corner to Hamlin. Hamlin Ooh. through the middle, kicks it out to Broadway at the top of the key. Over to number three. That was Browner Newton for three. Makes the shot. Inbound pass from Ardmore is knocked around. Looks like a foul is going to be called. I think now he called a travel, I think, didn't he? The girl fell out. I mean, they did call it. Yep, it's going to be a travel on Ardmore. So Elkmont's ball. Up to Hamlin near the top of the key. Over to Newton on the right corner. Over to Broadway to Thomas in the left corner. Dish inside to Hamlin near the free throw line. Back out to Newton at the top of the key. Driver tries to look Ooh. inside. Doesn't get anything. Hamlin through the middle. Tries to, tries to dish it inside to Beddingfield. Ball's not loose. Still on the floor, but it's going to be recovered by Ardmore. Number 22 tries to make a pass. Newton was almost on it. Looks like there might be a foul coming out like, of there. We like... Uh, Let's see. Well, they called the foul on. Uh, they call it on. I believe. I want to. I want to say it was on number twenty-three, Thea Hamlin. Okay, I thought it was just. A, I seen a three, but I didn't see it was twenty-three. So about three twenty-five left in this first quarter. Armore handling the ball now. Over to the left corner. Three is up. Shots no good. And Elkmont's going to let it go out of bounds, and they're going to take it the other way. Coach Wallace is working the girls on the sidelines. He's not liking what he's seeing. About three minutes left in this first quarter. Six to three. Elkmont currently leads. Number 23, Thea Hamlin bringing the ball up. Over to Thomas. In the left side. Back over to Broadway near the top top of the key. Tries to pass it over to Hamlin, but she's going to catch it out of bounds. Ardmore's ball. Damn it, sandwich smells good over here. <laughs> Ardmore now handling the ball. Elkmont again in their full court press. Ardmore is going to beat it relatively e- easy. Pass to number 10, Bren Wallace on the cut. Layup's going to go up 6 to 5 now. Ardmore. Well, 30 seconds. Oh, they call it 30 second timeout. My bad. So, what? Take a quick timeout. 
We'd like to remind you, you can now hear us on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open play action sports. And hear our coverage of Limestone County basketball in crystal clear quality all season long. Yeah, Coach Wallace is not going to like it. Four turnovers already in the game. It has, no. it has been very back and forth basketball. Again, not very high scoring in this first quarter, but it's been changing possession. And usually in these girls' games, you have 100 jump balls. I don't know why it is in girls' games, but it, you usually have one. About 2.45 left in this first quarter. Hamlin bringing the ball up for Elkmont. Over to Thomas near the top of the key. Over to Newton. Back to Broadway near the left corner. He's going to dribble up to the top. Over to Thomas in the left corner. Ooh. Back to to Broadway at the top of the key. Dish over to Newton in the right corner. Tries to drive inside. It's going to be met by two defenders. Just throws the ball back out to Hamlin near the left wing. Three-pointers up. Shot is good. Nine to five. Elkmont extends their lead. Elkmont once again do it. going with a full-court press. Going to knock a pass out of bounds. Ardmore is going to have it near half-court. Like throwing it in for Ardmore's number 23, Lexi Bettingfield. She throws it in to Brooke Phillips, driving all the way on the right side. Shot's no good. Rebounded by number 22, Haley Hughes. Goes back up, and she's going to be fouled. That foul is going to be on uh, number three, it says. Brianna Newton, that's her first. That'll be the team's third. First free throw is up for Hughes, and it's going to fall 9-6. to six. We got a couple subs coming in. Number 22, Kiara White. And number 24, Elkmont. We got some. Second free throw is up and good. 9 to 7 now the score. About two minutes left in this first quarter. Hamlin near the top of the key. Over to Newton on the left side. Driving in. This is out to number 20 on the right corner. The swing pass over to Broadway on the left side. Over to Newton in the right corner. Tries to drive through. He's met with defenders. Kicks it out to Hamlin on the left wing. Drives on the block. Dish to White. Shot is no good. And it's going to be knocked out of bounds. Ardmore is going to take possession. Another turnover by the Lady Red Devils. Elkmont once again in the full court press. Armour beating it with swing passes over to number 25, Brooke Phillips. It's going to go out of bounds. Like I said, Ardmore's doing a great job breaking the press. And they just, just costly turnover there. Going to go out of bounds. Elkmont. Let's see, Elkmont ball. Ardmore once again trying their own full court press now. Elkmont beating it through the middle with passes. Over to number 20 on the right, right wing. Back to Broadway. Over to Newton on the left side. Pass over to number 20. Has to save from going out of bounds. Bud knocks it over to an Armour player. Armour gets to steal number 23, Lexi Bettingfield. Crossing half court, pushing up herself. But looks like a foul is going to be called on number three, Brianna Newton for Elkmont. It'll be her second at team's four. Nine to seven. Now the score about a minute 19 in this first quarter. Elkmont still currently holding the lead. Armour taking it out now. Number 23, Bettingfield on the right wing. Over to the corner, back out to number five, Elena King. Tries to dish inside to Bren Wallace, but she's going to be called for the travel. Elkmont ball. Meredith Chris is number 20, not 14. 
That's dragonfly for you, Tim. <laughs> so we got a sub for Elkmont, number four, Tylee Thomas coming in. She's going to inbound it for Elkmont. Ooh. Immediately going to receive the pass back over to Hamlin. Pass crossing half court now. Big swing pass over to Chris. Chris dish inside to White. White from the block. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Chris, though. Kick out to Hamlin near the right wing. Tries to drive in through the middle. Tries to kick out to the corner. Pass is going to be deflected, but picked up by Chris. Back to Hamlin in the left corner. Swing pass over to Thomas on the right wing. Back to Broadway near the top of the key. Dish inside to Hamlin. Tries to kick it out to Thomas in the right corner. Knocked, it's going to be knocked out of bounds by Atlanta King of Ardmore, so it's going to stay Elkmont ball. Good defense there by the Lady Tigers. Hamlin going to bring it up. That side near the top of the key, over to Chris on the left side. Tries to dish inside, passes reflected, but Chris is going to recover it right back. Over to Hamlin on the left corner, dish inside to White. White's going to go from the left block, shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by number five, Atlanta King. Ardmore quickly going to transition it. Over to the left wing, number 22, Haley Hughes for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Ardmore as well as going to be a foul. I believe it looks like on number 25, Brooke Phillips of Ardmore. It'll be Lexi Bettingfield's first, team's first. I know that was number 23, not 25. It's Bettingfield, Elkmont bringing it up. Crosses half court, dish inside to White on the left block. Shots no good. Elkmont gets the rebound. It's going to be knocked out of bounds, but they're going to say it's off Elkmont. Ardmore's going to take it up with 0.5 seconds remaining. 9-7 the score. Elkmont leads. It's going to inbound it. Not enough time to get a shot off. And at the end of the first quarter, your score, 9-7. Elkmont currently holding the lead. We'll be right back with second quarter action. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 as we announce the weekly winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back, everyone, to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently at Elkmont High School where the Elkmont Lady Red Devils currently lead the Ardmore Lady Tigers 9-7 here beginning the second quarter. Ardmore's going to have possession at around half court. Going to dish it to Atlanta King near the top of the key. Transition over to Brooke Phillips on the right corner. Tries to drive inside. Little spin move, little fadeaway shot. It's no good. It's going to be rebounded by number four of Elkmont, Tylee Thomas. Thea Hamlin going to bring it up herself over to Broadway near the top of the key. Tries to swing pass it over to Thomas in the right corner. He's going to meet some pressure. Tries to dish inside to number 24, Ella Bettingfield. is going to get stolen and knocked loose, but Elkmont's going to take it right back. Now near the left side, Meredith Chris for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by number 11, Aslan Mullins. <laughs> 
It's like hot potato, too. Ball and swing pass over to Beddingfield. Over to King. Now crossing half court for Ardmore. Back over to Phillips near the right side. Back up to Beddingfield at the top of the key. Guarded close, but looks like a foul is going to be called. That's going to be on number 24, Ella Beddingfield of Elkmont. I think that'll be her first to team's fourth. Yeah. Yeah. King to inbound for Ardmore under their own basket. Dish over to Beddingfield near the left block. Swing pass over to number 11, Ashlyn Mullen. She's going to make the make the shot from the free throw line. Nine to nine now. Thea Hamlin wasting no time bringing it up for Elkmont, but a quick foul is going to be called on number 10, Bren Wallace of Ardmore. It'll be her first, the team's second. Nine all right now. About 6.55 left in this first half. Hamlin going to be handling it for Elkmont at the top of the key. Over to Broadway near the right side. Swing pass over to Chris in the left corner. Tries to look inside. Not really getting much. Goes back to Broadway at the top of the key. Tries to drive to the middle. Splitting two defenders. Shots up from the right block. Ooh, ooh. Looked like it was all ball there. But a foul is going to be called. Broadway is going to go to the line for two. It looks like they're going to call that on number 23. Let's see Beddingfield for Ardmore. That's her second, team's third. Looked like a clean block to me. First shot is up for Broadway. First shot's no good, and looks like we've got a sub for Ardmore. we got number 21, Presley Sanders, coming in, her first appearance. Looks like Coach Newton's in the house tonight, Tim. Coach Grace Newton from Clements Colts, out scouting tonight. The second free throw up from Broadway is no good. It's going to be re- rebounded by... Number 11, Ashwin Mullins of Ardmore. Dish out to Phillips for a very long two. Shot's not, not going to go. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Elkmont's going to regain possession. So we have a... I think Paige Robson checked back in for the Lady Devils. Yep. For number 12 for Elkmont. Now Tylee Thomas bringing it up. They cross half court over to Hamlin. It's a two-on-one situation. Good dish inside. To number 24, Ella Bettingfield. Easy two points there for Elkmont. Good pass down in low to Bettingfield. Mullins now bringing it up for Armore. Bringing it all the way up herself down the right side. Ball's knocked loose. Loose is going to be recovered by Phillips. Going to dish it out to King near the top of the key. Back over to Phillips near the left corner. Elkmont staying true to there. Staying true to man to man. Over to Mullins near the right corner. Mullins tries to dish it back up to the top of the key. Pass, which is a little bit errant. It's going to be backcourt violation. Eight turnovers now for Ardmore. Tell you what, games like this, turnovers are key. About 5.45 left in this first half, 11-9. Elkmont currently holds the lead with Thea Hamlin of Elkmont near the top of the key. Over to number 20, Meredith Chris for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Ardmore. Now we got number 10, Bryn Wallace bringing it up. Near the top of the key, over to King, drive inside. Shot is up, and good layup's going to fall, and she ties it back up 11-all. I really like how Ardmore's hustling. They're playing some good basketball with his zone defense they're playing against Elkmont. Chris now near the left wing. Thomas on the left corner, tries to dish inside, but it's going to be stolen by number five, Elena King of Ardmore. Bring it up. Left wing now tries to cross over to the right to number 10, Brim Wallace, driving all the way inside herself. Shot was going to be blocked, but they're also calling a foul. 
So Wallace is going to go to the line for two. A little bit of a tough angle to see who the foul is going to be called. Yeah, I think they called it on Thea Hamlin. They got her 21. She's 23 on here. So that'll be the team sixth foul for the Lady Red Devils. Yep, first free throw was good for number 10, Brim Wallace. They currently, she currently takes Ardmore's first lead of the game, 12 to 11. Second one's not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by Hamlin. Elkmont bringing it up once again. Shot up from the left block. And layup is going to fall 13 to 12. Elkmont's going to retake the lead. Atlanta King wasting no time for Ardmore, bringing it up top of the key. Shot is up at number 21, Presley Sanders. Three-pointer is not going to fall, but it's going to be rebounded by Brooke Phillips. Tries to dish it inside. Two Sanders from the right corner, but ball's going to be knocked out of bounds, but it's going to stay Ardmore possession. King to inbound for Ardmore. Trying to look inside, gives it to Mullins. Mullins shot from the block, no good. It's going to be rebounded by number four, Tylee Thomas. Looks like a foul is going to be called. Looks like the foul is going to be called on number five, Atlanta King of Ardmore. That's going to be her first. It's team fourth for the Lady Tigers. Almost four minutes left in this first half. Alkmont currently leads Ardmore 13-12 in this ladies varsity, ladies varsity game. Play number 12, Paige Robinson. Drove through the middle, tried to kick it out to the corner, but Ardmore's going to deflect it out of bounds. Thomas inbound for Elkmont. Over to number 23, Thea Hamlin. Back to Chris near the, near the left corner, then right back to Hamlin at the top of the key. Cutting through the middle, gets it to Thomas. Thomas moving from the top of the key over to the left corner. Chris Boom. for three, and that's going to fall. 16-12 to 12 now the score. Elkmont extending their lead. Ardmore in the inbound. Elena King tries to do a very... Tries to do a far forward pass to number 21, Presley Sanders, but the ball is going to go out of bounds. Elkmont's going to retake possession. Thea Hamlin now, top of the key for Elkmont. Over to Thomas on the right corner. Swing pass to Chris on the left side. Three-pointer is up. Shot's no good. They're going to say it was knocked out of bounds by Ardmore, so Elkmont's going to keep possession. It's like... Ella Bedenfield was on her back, knocked it out. But the referee saw it better than we could up here. Thomas to inbound for Elkmont. Kicks it out to Chris near the, near the right wing. Swing pass over to Hamlin. Back to Thomas in the left corner. Dish inside to Robinson. Robinson drives through the middle, tries to kick it out to Chris. Going to recover it on the right side. Swing pass over to Thomas on the left corner. Three-pointers up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by number 25, Brooke Phillips of Ardmore. Two-on-two situation now. Swing pass over to Mullins. Mullins' shot from the block is up. No good. Just in and out. And they're going to say the ball was was knocked out of bounds by Ardmore. Thomas to inbound for Elkmont. Elkmont currently holding the lead 16-12 with almost three minutes left in this first half. Hamlin, top of the key, over to Chris on the left side. Drives to the middle, tries to dish inside to betting field. But ball's going to fall out of bounds. It's going to be Ardmore possession. It's nine turnovers now for the Lady Devils. 
Number five, Elena King, going to bring it up for Ardmore. Elkmont once again doing their full court press. But we're going to beat it to, from Phillips to Mullins. Mullins shot from the block, no good. It's going to be rebounded by number 12, Paige, Ro- Paige Robinson. Yep, now back to Hamlin at the top of the key for Elkmont. It's going to be caught up in a couple defenders, but kicks it out to Chris on the left wing. Now back to Hamlin on the top of the key, drives inside over to Thomas. Then swing pass over to Chris on the left side once again for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded, though, by Bettingfield. Has to drive inside. Jump ball. It's going to stay Elkmont possession. That's one good thing about these girls' games. They go by pretty fast. They don't use a lot of timeouts. Abby Broadway subbing in for Elkmont. As well, she's going to be the one to inbound it. Also checking in is number 12, Kiara White. Once again, 2.32 left in this first half. 16-12, to 12, Elkmont currently leads. Hamlin from the left corner. Nice little mid-range shot. That's going to fall, 18-12. to 12. Little floater by Thea. That gives her seven points on the game. Brooke Phillips now for Ardmore. Takes a three by the, on the right side. Shot's Ooh. no good, just a little short. <laughs> it's going to be rebounded by Paige Robinson of Elkmont. He's going to hand it off to Chris and Hamlin. He's going to bring it up. Hamlin down the right side. Tries to Ooh. look inside. But looks like she's going to be fouled. And looks like that's going to be the second on number five, Elena King for Ardmore. It'll be their fifth team foul. Broadway to inbound for Elkmont. As well as a sub for Ardmore. Number four, Sydney Sanders subbing in for Ardmore. I believe her first appearance in this game. Now Hamlin for Elkmont on the left corner. Tries to drive in. Kicks out to Chris in the same corner. Three-pointer is going to fall, 21-12. Elkmont just continuing to extend their lead here before the end of the the half. That gives Meredith six, two threes on the night. At number 22 for Ardmore, Haley Hughes. Ball's going to be knocked loose, stolen by Broadway of Elkmont. Picks it up, pass inside to Paige Robinson up the middle, back out to Broadway on the right for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Robinson. Kicks out to Chris once again on the right side. Looks inside to White on the right block. Back out to Broadway in the right corner. Back to Chris. Open three. Shots not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by number 22, Haley Hughes. But her forward pass is going to be stolen by Broadway as Elkmont regains possession. Now it's Hamlin near the top of the key. Over to Chris on the left side. Swing pass over to Broadway in the right corner. Dish inside to White on the block. Shots up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by number four, Sydney Sanders. Bringing up herself a one-on-two situation on the right side. Rest of the team is going to catch up, and they're going to swing it over to to Brooke Phillips on the left side. Shot's no good. No Mullins on the rebound. Shot up from the right block. That's going to fall 21-14. Hamlin bringing the ball. Get your breath. (laughs) (laughs) I got to remember to breathe. Chris now on the left side. Back to Hamlin at the top of the key. Now almost under 30 seconds here in the half. Over to Broadway. Going to try to move it up to the top of the key. Over to Chris on the left wing. Back to Hamlin. Kind of hanging out near the logo. 21-14. Elkmont still leading. This time next year you won't be able to do that. That shot clock coming in. Now back to Chris. Hamlin just passing it between each other. Over to Robinson in the corner. Dish inside to Hamlin in the middle. Back to Kara White on the block. And that shot is going to fall 23-14 now. No time for Ardmore to get another shot off. And they're going to enter halftime. 
And with that, your score, Elk, Elkmont 23, Ardmore 14. We'll be right back with second half action. You're listening to, you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too, so take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible Textbook Series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to daddyoscustomtees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. Daddy O's Custom Tees features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With Daddy O's Custom Tees, you can have it your way, whether you need one or 100. Go to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddyoscustomtees.com. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. And we're back here at Elkmont High School at the halftime of the varsity girls game. The Lady Red Devils up 23-14 to 14 over the Lady Tigers of Ardmore. Join us here now and up, upstairs is varsity boys, varsity boys coach for Elkmont, Coach Eric Smith. Coach, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to have you all. Well, we appreciate you all having us. And uh, we're just talking off air, talking about your team. So how, how things have been going and, and what are you looking forward to in tonight's game? <laughs> well, I told the guys – in the dressing room, practice yesterday, the day before, I said, it didn't take me long to learn when I moved to Elkmont what Elkmont and Ardmore meant. <laughs> I dared not to bring the Alabama-Auburn <laughs> rivalry into it, yeah. but I said, it didn't take me long to learn what it meant to the people here and to the people at Ardmore, and it's just a fun rivalry. I think a lot of Kyle Owens who coaches to Ardmore, and we're good friends and all, but it's still looking for a good rivalry as we always have. And as far as the team goes, some nights we're, we look good. Some nights we struggle to score. It's just I think it's the fact of being young and experienced as far as on the court time. And we work really hard. We just, as I told them the other day, we need to put the smart play with the hard work play, and yeah. eventually we'll get results. But uh, we're showing signs. We just have to put it all together. And I tell you what, 
Before you can blink your eyes, big county tournament for you know. It, you know. <laughs> it flies. <laughs> it does. It really does. It, it really does. And you know, we're at nearly to the Christmas break. And yeah. Doesn't seem like we just finished football and you know playoff football and getting people back into basketball shape, but. We're, here we are at the Christmas break. What about holiday tournament? You doing any any holiday tournaments? Uh yeah, we're at uh we're actually at West Morgan this time with varsity and J V's going to Deschler. Uh the last couple of years we went to Plainview okay. with Varsity and we played the uh Warriors, the Lakers and the Celtics, I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, we played Plainview, um we played Oxford and it was some outstanding teams that we played, but uh we got better for it. But this year we decided to play one a little closer to home and avoid the overnight stays, and we we in a good tournament at West Morgan. Good deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just uh, how's Leighton doing? Leighton's doing well. Uh, his dad's not. He misses <laughs> him pretty bad, both on the court and off. But what about uh, Mama? <laughs> <laughs> to hear her tell it, she misses him. But to hear her also tell it, she's working so hard she doesn't have time to miss a lot. But we see each other every now and then, and uh, he comes home when he can on the weekends, and and. He's doing well, though. He's uh, I don't think he necessarily likes his math class, but but he's getting through it. But he he enjoys the college life. He does. And you miss him out on that floor? Oh man. my word! Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> I told him that today again. He said, "Why?" And I said, "Well, when you get to be a coach or a daddy, you'll understand why." <laughs> but, that's, that's for sure. You know, and I guess I took it for granted. But we throw it to him, tell him to go score. Well, he would most of the yeah. time, and. You well, know, he, he and Preston Robinson, and I, he's just a good group of kids, too. And, that, you know, this i got a very good group of kids now. Yeah. But when you come through, you know, up through TVBA with a group and, you know, and they, they just mature. And then before you blink, they're graduated. Yeah. And that's what I was telling somebody today, this JV group I'm coaching, same difference. I mean, they're already ninth graders. Yeah. It just flies by. Well, you got one more coming up. So. I do. <laughs> I do. And he, he's fun, too. So he's finally hit a growth spurt, and he's – He's excited. The doctors told him he'd probably be as tall or taller than Leighton, and his eyes just <laughs> lit up because he's always been the shorter. I know your eyes lit up, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't going to reveal that, but, yes, it did. So how's your mom and dad doing? Doing well. Um, they can make as many games as they can, and sometimes they ride with us to the game, and that, that's a lot of fun. I, I don't get to see them near like I want to, but uh, we were laughing the other day. I think it was my nephew put a picture on Facebook of all of us around the breakfast table at Mama's. And, you know, dear or not, that's the <laughs> that's the gravy, let's say. She had a breakfast spread cooked for all of us, and we just that, – that's quality time, not to mention the food's outstanding. But, yeah, we, we have a ball. That's awesome. Well, just, let's talk about a little bit about Alabama. What do you, what do you think about the season, how you think we – how the tie's <laughs> going to finish it out? The – I'm sure I was in the majority of everybody complaining about this or that, and <laughs> but you look and where are they? Yeah. Um, I was stunned. I, I told him I was shocked in the Georgia game. I, I really was. We did things that we haven't done all year as yeah. far as blocking and things of that nature, but it was it was fun the last couple of weeks, and I egged the Alabama-Auburn rivalry on here at school and thought I was going to have to eat some major crow there for about – You and Donnie helped it oh, out here. Oh, <laughs> yes. Donnie, yeah, we, we do all we can to keep that rivalry going. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I don't know. Whichever team shows up, I yeah, guess. But if they come true. to play, I think they'll handle business. But Cincinnati is no pushover. No, they're not. No, not at all. And I was telling you, I didn't, I didn't expect it from Alabama, from Alabama beat Gonzaga the other night either. No. As a matter of fact, 
I think the day before, we were kidding at the lunch table. You think Alabama football get beat worse or Alabama basketball? <laughs> and then we both had to, you know, we had crow on both games. But that was that was a great day to be a Bama fan. Let's we, put it that way. We were driving back from Atlanta, and Buddy Miles texted me. said, they're, if you can breathe on Drew Timmy, they call him a foul. <laughs> they do. He's a solid player, but he gets his share of the calls and, and non-calls. Let's, let's leave it at that. Well, Eric, we appreciate you joining us. Good luck tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, I thank you all. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate it, buddy. That was Coach Eric Smith you, uh, here at halftime, so we're, we're going to take a break. Lady Red Devils 23 to Lady Ardmore Tigers 14. We'll, we'll, you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball for Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. The Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Starting off a third corner between Elkmont and Armore for Lady Varsity. Elkmont currently holding the lead 23-14. to Armore now handling possession. Phillips inside doesn't get it. Kicks it out to number 23. Lexi Bettingfield at the top of the key. Over to King near the right side. Being guarded pretty closely by Thomas. Swing pass over to the corner. Number 22, Haley Hughes, drives inside. Shot is up. It's going to be blocked and fouled by number 12, Paige Robinson. It'll be her her first team's first here in the second half. It kind of seems to have been kind of the trend of this game, really fouls and turnovers. Just thank goodness we ain't had all the jump balls. First free throw up for Hughes is going to fall. 23-15 now. About 7.25 left in this third quarter. Second free throw is up. That was going to take a shooter's bounce and fall. 23-16 now. As we say, she got the members roll. (laughs) (laughs) Hamlin to bring it up for Elkmont. Armour sticking with their 2-3 zone. Defensive game plan. Hamlin at the top of the key. Going to move toward the right side. Let's go through the middle over to Thomas on the right. Swing pass to number 20, Chris on the left. 
Tries to give it back, but looks like pass was about to be stolen by number 22, Haley Hughes of Armore, but it's going to be knocked out of bounds. But looks like we're actually going to say it's Armore ball. It's going to be, looks like it was well, last. I thought, uh, thought Armore touched it last, too. So Kane to bring it up. Over to number 10, Bryn Wallace on the left side. Swing pass over to Phillips on the right. Back up to number 23, Beddingfield on the top of the key. Tries to drive through the middle, but she is going to be fouled by number 24, Ella Beddingfield. It'll be her second, the team's first here. Us, us two team fouls. I believe there is no relation. But I don't think it is. So you have King inbounding it for Ardmore up to Beddingfield at the top of the key. Drives inside. Shot is up, but blocked by Robinson of Elkmont. He's going to get the rebound. Outlets it out to Hamlin. Hamlin going to drive all the way herself. Layup is up and good. 25-16 now. Elkmont extends their lead. That gives Thea nine points in the ball game. Over to Hughes on the right corner. Tries to give it off. To number 10, Wallace in the other corner, but it's going to be stolen by Hamlin. Hamlin up the right side, over to Thomas on the in the right corner. Looks inside, skip, skip passes it instead, over to Chris on, on the left. Back up to Thomas, move into the top of the key to Hamlin on the left. Tries to drive in, but she's going to be called for a travel. It's going to be Ardmore possession. Another turnover there by the Lady Devils. About six minutes left in this third quarter. Elkmont still currently holding the lead, 25-16. King at the top of the key for Ardmore. Up to betting, up to Beddingfield. Back Boom. to Hughes on the right corner. Three-pointer is not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by Hamlin. Hamlin over to Chris on the left, left wing. Driving through the middle. Now onto the right block. Dishes over to Ella Beddingfield. On the, on the other block, layup's going to be good. 27-16, Elkmont goes into double-digit lead territory. So they must not count three seconds no more because she was counted down in there pretty good. Armour over to Hughes. Hughes dish inside to Phillips. Phillips layup is going to be good. Armour quickly takes away that double-digit lead, bringing it back down to nine, 27-18. Hamlin bringing the ball up for Elkmont. And she's going to be called for the travel. So Armour is going to retake possession. You're probably hearing in the background, Ardmore cheerleading section and student section starting to get a little louder here. Seems maybe potentially mounting a comeback. Hughes tries to dish it to the middle, but it's going to be stolen by Ella Beddingfield of Elkmont. I'll list it out to Hamlin. Crosses half court now under five minutes in the corner. Over to Thomas Ooh. on the right wing. Three-pointer is going to fall, 30-18. to 18. Timeout's going to be called 30 seconds. So during this timeout, we'd like to remind you to look for the Play Action Sports Report. Results, announcements, and a special guest every week. It drops every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, Amazon, Google, and more. You can also hear it on your Alexa or Google device or hear it online at pasnetwork.net. Tim does a great job of that, getting guests every week. and. and I subscribe to the podcast, and I get it every Wednesday, and I have to listen to it every time. Tim does a great job with it. Y'all need to y'all need to subscribe to it. I also highly recommend it as well. 
30-18, Elkmont currently holds the lead, 4.52 in the third quarter. Armore going to take it out, Elkmont going to pressure them with a full court press. It's going to be inbounded to King on the right side, skip pass over to Phyllis, breaks through the middle, now it's just one-on-one between Mullen and Rock and Beddingfield. Beddingfield's going to win it, but Ardmore's going to recover the ball. Now to King near the top of the key, over to number 10, Bren Wallace. Wallace drives inside, shot is up, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Ardmore, kick up to the top of the key, three-pointer by King. Shot's no good, it's going to be rebounded by number 24, Ella Beddingfield of Elkmont. Again, outlet it out to Hamlin. Hamlin driving in from the left side. Back out to number three, Brianna Newton. Newton cutting all the way court side to side, but its ball's going to be stolen by Atlanta King. Oh. King's layup's, layup is up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by Hamlin. Now under four minutes in this quarter. Hamlin for Elkmont at the top of the keys. Over to Newton on the left corner. Swing pass to Thomas on the right corner. Three-pointers up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by Letsy Beddingfield of Ardmore. Ardmore pushing it past the press. Over to Phillips in the left corner. Back out to King near the top of the key. Oakmont wants to get in, the, in a man-to-man defense. Over to Mullen on the, on the right corner. Back out to King. Over to Wallace on the left corner. Dish inside Ooh. the betting field. Ball's going to be not loose and stolen by number four, Tylee Thomas of Elkmont. Outlet it out to Hamlin. Bringing it up the right side. Cut through the middle. Over to Newton in the left wing. Quickly picked up by King. Back to Hamlin. Three-pointer is up. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Wallace. Wallace outlets out to King. King driving up all the way down the right side. Out to Mullen for three. Mullen's going to score. 30-21 to 21 now. Oakmont's double-digit lead has disappeared. All these turnovers, Ardmore, if they can cut down on them, they can cut into this lead. Only down nine. Hamlin, about 2.45 left in this quarter, near the top of the key. Drives through the, through the left side, back out to Newton for three. Newton's three isn't going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by Brooke Phillips of Ardmore. Giving out to King, passes the logo. <laughs> Tries to kick out to Mullen, but pass is going to be a little outside, and it's going to roll out of bounds. Mullen tried to shoot before she caught it. She let it get right past us. Past her. Elkmont inbound. Look like Chris and, uh, and uh, Kira White checked back in for Elkmont. Hamlin bringing the ball up for the Lady Red Devils. Over to Newton on the left side. Over to a swing pass to Christie on the right. Another swing pass over to Hamlin on the left. Drives inside. Nice little mid range floater. It's going to fall 32 21. King now bringing the ball up for Ardmore down the right side. Going to be quickly pressured. Tries to skip it over. Get the ball past half court. It did not, but as they're trying to save it, it's going to roll out of bounds, so Elkmont's going to retake possession. Another turnover. That's 15 for the Lady Tigers. It's like a full, they're going to take a full timeout. Full timeout called by Ardmore. And with that, we'll take a quick little break ourselves. Remember, you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. 
Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. And welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball. Brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently at Elkmont High School where the Lady Lady Red Devils lead the Ardmore Lady Tigers. 32-21, to 21, about a minute 57 left in this third quarter. See, we don't, I don't want all this turnovers and stuff for Coach Wallace not to interview him because he won't be happy. <laughs> I know how the turnovers, but so far the way the score is looking, yeah. he might have a result he'll be happy about. You, but knowing him, he we could we could have a bigger lead. You know, he's he's he he's a good coach. He he works his girls hard and they play hard for him. Meredith Chris there. Yeah, Oakland quickly coming out and scoring. Three-pointer made by Chris, 35-21 now. Arbor bringing the ball up, quickly going to be pressured and trapped on the right side. Ooh. And it looks like the foul's going to be called on number 12, Paige Robinson of Elkmont. It's her second. That'll be the team's third. Arbor inbounding near their own right corner. Gives it to Mullins. Little floater is up. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Hamlin. Hamlin bringing up the right side. Over to Newton near the corner. Driving through the middle. Kick over to Chris on the left side. Dish inside to Robinson on the left block. Back out to Hamlin on the right. Over to Newton near the top of the key. Elkmont doing a good job of moving the ball around the outside here. Dish inside to Robinson. Kicks it back out to Newton on the right wing. Three-pointer is up. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Elena King of Ardmore. Bring all the way up the right side herself. Looks like the ball got knocked out by Newton from behind. So it's going to say Ardmore ball. So we have King to inbound under their own basket. Looks like coming in for Elkmont is number two, Abby Broadway. Coming in for Hamlin. Ardmore dishes it over to, to Bettingfield. Here for left block, kicks it out to Sydney Sanders at the top of the key. Over to Wallace. Gets inside, kicks out of Bettingfield. She's going to drive inside for a mid-range shot. No good, but gets her own rebound and her own putback. 35-23 now. Alkmaat inbounds to Newton. Over to Chris near the left side. Still trying to pass half court, but it's going to quickly be pressured by three defenders. Gets it back to Newton near the middle. He's going to cross, but ball is knocked loose and stolen by Atlanta King. Gives it over to Bettingfield. Easy layup made, 35-25 now. 30, now just... Just why barely, would you foul? Just, <laughs> just barely above 30 seconds here. And it looks like a foul is going to be called on Elena King. For Ardmore, going to be drawn by Abby Broadway. Broadway going to inbound to Newton for Elkmont. Now under 30 seconds, Elkmont still holding a 10-point lead here as we draw near the end of the third. Chris on the, le- Chris on the left wing. Over to Newton. Sydney Sanders trying to get a little too aggressive, trying to knock the ball loose. She's going to get a foul. I believe her first. That'll be the team second. 
Broadway inbounding once again. Gives it to Newton behind half court. Sanders once again going to pick up. Over to Broadway near the top of the key. Over to Robinson on the left wing. Driving through the middle. Almost had the ball knocked loose, but she's going to be called for the travel. I think she had it stolen before she walked. It looked like number four, (laughs) Sydney Sanders, had kind of knocked it loose a little bit before getting called for the travel. Speaking of that, they're going to inbound. Betting way now crosses half court. Throws the ball up. Ooh. (laughs) Not going to fall. Hits the backboard. Knocked just over the front of the rim. So at the end of the third quarter, your score, Elkmont 35, Ardmore 25. We'll be right back with some fourth quarter action. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pipe. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. And welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports currently at Elkmont High School as we're covering the the girls' varsity game between the Elkmont Lady Red Devils and the Ardmore Lady Tigers. Elkmont currently holds the lead 35-25 just now entering the fourth quarter. It's going to be Elkmont's possession now around half court. Given to Broadway on the right side. Picked up close by King. Over to Newton near the top of the key. Picked up by Phillips. Back to Robinson. Travel, no call. Robinson. She's still, she's still walking with the ball. Robinson's going to be tangled up inside. Well, I believe that was Elena King of Ardmore. Jump ball is going to be called, and it's going to be Ardmore possession. Well, Ardmore got it back, even though the girl did travel twice. Betting field now bringing it up for Ardmore. Going to quickly be pressured by Elkmont defenders on both sides. Ball's going to go out of bounds, but they're going to say it was last knocked out by Elkmont. So we have Lexi Bettingfield inbounding it for Ardmore. Over to Brooks Phillips, driving in on the left. Back out to Presley Sanders. Back to Bettingfield. Ooh, near the wing, but ball's going to be knocked loose and stolen by Abby Broadway of Elkmont. Near the top of the key, back to Newton. Swing pass over to Hamlin on the left side. Ooh. No shot's going to go up. Had the pump fake, but she's going to give it back to Newton. <laughs> shot's going to go up. Hard foul. And she's going to get two free throws here. Looks like that foul is actually going to be called on number 21, Presley Sanders. Her first foul. Team's third. Who said basketball is not a contact sport? <laughs> first free throw is up. That one's not going to fall. Got a couple subs here for Ardmore. Number 22, Haley Hughes, and number 10, Bren Wallace coming in for the Lady Tigers. Second shot coming up. That one's going to fall 36-26 now. Sanders bringing it up for Ardmore over to Bettingfield. Still haven't crossed half court. 
Picks up her dribbles. Big swing pass over to Phillips in the left corner. Three-pointers up and no good. But number four, Sydney Sanders, is going to get the put back 36-27. Her first two points of the game. Oh. Hamlin now through the middle over to Thomas on the right side. Tries to dish, dish right back inside to Hamlin. Ball's going to be knocked out of bounds. But, again, they're going to say it's off Elkmont. <laughs> Looked like it was a little contact there. No call because Thea got hit in the back. And no wonder she couldn't catch it. All right, Morgan inbound. Bettingfield going to take it up. Moving over the right side. Crosses half court. About two Elkmont defenders on her. Trying to collapse, but she's pushing through all oh. of them. Shot is up. No good. Tries to get her own rebound. We're going to say it was off Elkmont, so Ardmore keeps possession under their own basket. Looks like the inbound is going to be number four, Sydney Sanders. Elkmont moving over to Bettingfield in the left corner. Three-pointer is up. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by, rebounded by Hamlet. Hamlin up the left side over to Newton near the top of the key. Armore sticking with a 2-3 zone. Hamlin now guarded by Sanders. Picks up his dribble over to Broadway, then to Newton near the left side. Driving across the middle. Hand off to Thomas. Back to Broadway. Now back to Hamlin on the left corner. Dish inside to number 24. Ella hmm. field. Shot's going to go up. That's going to fall. And one opportunity coming up here. That's going to make it 38-27 with about 6.15 left in this ball game. It looks like that call, was, that foul was on number 22, Haley Hughes of Ardmore. That'll be her first. Team fourth. The free throw is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Newton of Elkmont. Over to Hamlin, who's just Ooh. wide open for three in the corner. She's going to make that 41-27 now. She's got 14 on the night. Inbound pass almost deflected by Newton. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Ardmore's going to keep possession. You know, it seems like she's been playing here for about six years. You know, Tim, she's been here a while. A little bit of a better situation for Elkmont since now the inbounder can't move. But Ardmore's going to get it in. Back to Bettingfield. Attack from, attack from behind by Newton as she was going for the steal. And they're going to call her for the foul. They're hustling. That's one thing about Coach Wallace likes about his girls. They hustle and play hard defense. That's going to be the third foul for number three. Over to Bettingfield, pushing up the right side. Just now crosses half court for Ardmore. Over to Wallace on the right corner. Dish inside to Phillips. Good pass. Phillips' little fade away. That's going to fall 41-29 now. Elkmont still keeping this lead about 5.30 left in this ballgame. Hamlin driving all the way by herself. That shot's going to fall. Quick answer from the Lady Red Devils, 43-29. It gives her 16. We got a timeout. So we got a timeout for Elkmont. 30-second timeout. During this timeout, we'd like to remind you to look for the monthly play action sports column in Athens now. We'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. There's one of my favorite uh, establishment we eat our dinners at, and 
when we're standing in line, I sit there and read the column, Tim's column in there. So thanks for all the hard work he does. Including producing this broadcast. Yes. <laughs> He's a jack of all trades. <laughs> all right, we got number 10, Brim Wallace inbounding for Ardmore over to King on the right side. Back to Wallace near the middle. Big swing pass, pass over to Beddingfield. Over, over to number 22, Haley Hughes. Shot is up. Not going to fall, but she's going to be fouled. Beddingfield, that's her third foul. Team's fifth. Yep, so two free throws coming up here for number 22, Haley Hughes. About 5-19 left in this ball game. First free throw is up. Ooh. That's just going to fall in and out. Second free throw coming up here. 43-29 the score. Elkmont still leading. That one's going to fall 43-30 now. Newton to inbound for Elkmont. Gives it to Broadway. Back to Newton. Newton pushes through the middle. Crosses half court on the right side. Over to Thomas in the right corner. Back to Hamlin near the top of the key. Hamlin going to push up, push down the right. Hand off to Newton. Newton is up. Wow. Layup is going to fall 45-30 now. Ardmore inbound is almost stolen. Ball's knocked loose. Recovered by Beddingfield. Over to number 10. Bren Wallace. That shot's going to fall 45-32 now. Elkmont skips pass. Stolen by Beddingfield, but then her steal attempt was then recovered by Hamlin. Skips it over to Thomas. Tries to dish it inside to Ella Beddingfield on the block, but the ball is going to be knocked out of bounds. But they're going to say it's off Elkmont. So Ardmore is coming this way. Inbound to King. King pushing down the right side. <laughs> passes half court. Shot from mid-range is up. No good. Gets her own rebound. Tries to go back up. Oh. Ball's knocked loose. And they're going to say it's off Ardmore. Chris checking in for Elkmont. She's also going to inbound it. Looks like Hamlin and Broadway to receive. Inbound to Hamlin. Armour in a full court press. Get pass over to Chris on the left side. Pushing through. Hasn't crossed yet. Ooh. Back over to Hamlin. Ball sock loose. Yep, looks like there's going to And a 10-second violation is going to be called. It's going to be Ardmore ball. Hardly see that called much anymore. King to inbound for Ardmore. Dish inside to Hughes. Hughes shots no good, but she gets her own rebound. Back out to Phillips near the top of the key. Over to number 10, Brim Wallace. Her shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Broadway. Broadway crosses half court for Elkmont. Gives it to Hamlin near the top of the key. Over to Thomas. He's wide open in the corner. Shot is up, just in and out. It's going to be rebounded by Phillips from Ardmore. Uh, Let's it out to King. King pushing up the right side. It's going to be picked up by Broadway. Over to Hughes. Hughes at the top of the key. Drives inside. Shot is up and no good. It's going to be rebounded by Phillips who takes her own shot from mid-range. No good. That's rebounded by Lexi Bettingfield. Tipping was no good. Then gets her own rebound and makes it again 45-34. Inbound, now balls on the loose for Elkmont. And looks like a timeout's going to be called by Elkmont before any kind of turnover could happen. Ardmore's cut it back to 11. 
Yeah, you just got to keep pressing them. Hopefully, Elton might have turned it over. But it's going to be a 30-second timeout. Well, he called 30, then he said full, so I don't know. <laughs> he may be out of 30s, but I don't know. And during this time, we'd like to remind you that Tailgate Talk gives you the chance to howl with the havoc this, ho- this hockey season. Go to tailgatetalk.net and enter your name for tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc. Winners will be announced during Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 on 1080 AM. That is 1080 AM WKAC. The Havoc's only lost two games this year, so, uh, but, you know, the team that's behind them, they've only lost, I think, two or three, so it's been a good season for them so far. You're coming back about 3.20 left in this ballgame. Elkmont currently holds a lead of 45-34. to 34. Both teams getting pretty up there and team fouls. About to, so both about to hit one-on-one one territory. Elkmont to inbound. Looks like it's going to be number 20, Meredith Chris. Gets it to Broadway. Broadway up the left side. Moving toward the corner is going to be pressured up to Newton near the top of the key. Going to be picked up by Sanders, driving down the right side of the wing. Over to Chris near the top of the key. Armour still dedicated to the zone. Chris being pressured, hands it off to Newton, is going to take it back to the top. Now under three minutes, Chris hands it off to Hamlin. Hamlin drives through the middle, tries to dish inside to Robinson. She's going to be pressured. The ball is loose. It's going to be recovered by Bettingfield of Ardmore. Good defense. Armore skips it to just gets it to Phillips. Oh. Phillips shots no good. That's gonna be Newton's fourth. Yep. Well, the ball is gonna be rebounded by number four, Sydney Sanders, but she's gonna be fouled on the rebound by number three, Brianna Newton. So about 242 left. Armore inbound and get under their own basket. Elkmont currently Ooh. holding the lead of 11, but the inbound pass is going to be stolen by Paige Robinson. Recovered by Chris. Gives it to Hamlin. Skip pass over to Newton. Crosses half court. One on two situation. Dish inside to Robinson. Oh. Layup just going to <laughs> fall in and out. And the rebound is going to end up in a jump ball, which is going to stay with Elkmont. That's what I like seeing when they tie up them jump balls and one gets slung to the floor. <laughs> It's a Broadway to inbound for Elkmont. About 2.27 left in the ball game. Kicks out to Hamlin near the left wing. Over to Chris near the left corner. Out pass with the three-point line near the top of the key. Picked up by Bettingfield. Driving all the way down the right side. Tries to dish oh. inside to Hamlin, but the ball is going to be stolen by number 10, Bryn Wallace. Swing pass over to Phillips in the corner. Boom. Shot three-pointer is going to fall. 45-37 now. Ardmore's within single digits. But looks like a foul is going to be called on number four, Sydney Sanders, on the inbound. That's her second. Subs for Ardmore. Looks like number five, Elena King, and number 11, Ashlyn Mullins. Checking back in. With number four, Tylee Thomas, to inbound for Elkmont. Armour in a full-court press. Gives it to Chris. Right back to Hanlon. Breaking it through the middle. Two-on-two situation. Dishes, dish pass to Robinson. <laughs> Layup's no good, but, the re- but Broadway's going to get the rebound. We're going to kick it back out to Thomas near the top of the key. Back to Broadway on the left side. 
Tries to dish it to Hamlin. Ball stock loose. Oh. Call a foul for Hustling. Yep. Foul's going to be called. This lady's going to be on Ella, uh, Lexi Bettingfield, her, set, her third. That foul's going to be on Armour. Now a minute 43 left in the ball game. So next fouls on both teams, they'll be in the bonus. One-in-one situation. Broadway inbounding for Elkmont. To Hamlin near the top of the key. Driving to the middle, tries to look inside, tries to kick it out. It's going to be picked up by Broadway. Near the right side. Hand check. Yep. Phillips just getting a little too aggressive while trying to guard Broadway. She's going to be called for the foul, and she's going to go to the line. About a minute 34, 45-37. Oakmont currently leads. Free throw is up. That one's going to fall. 46-37 now. Again, number two, Abby Broadway. One-on-one one one situation. Second free throw is up. That one's not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by number 23, Lexi Bettingfield. Crosses half court over to Mullen on the right oh. block. <laughs> Shot is up. She's insisting she did not foul her, but it's going to be called. That's her four. It's going to be called on number 24, Ella Bettingfield. She's like, but I didn't touch her. <laughs> number 11, Ashlyn Mullins. Shooting the free throws for Ardmore. First one is up. That one's going to fall. I'm sorry, that's right. They actually don't do one-on-one. And uh, ladies basketball, it's always two shots. So second free throw is up. That one's not going to fall. Looks like there's going to be a foul. It's going to be Elkmont's ball, and that's going to be called on number five, Elena King. That's her third. 46-38, a minute 26 left in the ball game. Looks <laughs> like we got some opinions from the crowd. Not Looks like particular, not too particularly happy about that call. I'm trying to get Officer Bowles' attention. And number two, Abby Broadway at the line. First shot is up. That one's no good. It's going to lead to a jump ball between Newton and Wallace. So it's going to go Ardmore's way. Betting field to inbound. Alcamont once again full court pressing. And to Wallace over to King in the Ooh. middle. Ball's knocked loose. It's on the ground, but it's recovered by King. Giving to Mullins. Ball's not loose once again. This time by Ella Bettingfield of Elkmont and recovered by Hamlin. Hamlin bringing it up, top of the key, and over to Broadway for Elkmont. Back to Newton near the left side. But they're going to pull it out, try to waste the clock. Looks like Ardmore's trying to foul. And they're giving it to Hamlin near the logo. Trying to push on, uh, on the right side. Going to quickly get entangled up. That's going to be a jump ball and it's going to stay Elkmont possession. It seems like they're trying to foul, but also trying not to foul. Ah, there we go. (laughs) They're going to have to if they want to try to get back in this game. Immediate inbound to Newton. She's going to be met head-on by Phillips. Intentional foul. So Newton's going to go to the line. As they have a kind of possession before, it seemed like they were trying to guard him aggressively but not foul him. Yeah, that one was a little bit obvious. Free throw is 
Free throws up and no good. It's going to be Armour's ball. Or should I also say free throws as there, as there is a foul? Um, looks like he's on Broadway. I'd be her first. So free throws once again for number 11, Ashlyn Mullins, with 50 seconds left in this ballgame. 46-38 the score. Elkmont still leading. First free throw coming up here from Mullen. First free throw is good. Sub coming in for Elkmont, number 20, Meredith Christ. A name who's a name who's been called plenty of times today. Looks like Armour's actually going to call a full timeout. So with that, we'll take a brief timeout ourselves. Stay tuned for more fourth quarter action. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently at the home of the Elkmont Devils where the Elkmont Lady Red Devils are beating the Armour Lady Tigers 46-39. About 50 seconds left in this ballgame. We got number 11 Ashlyn Mullins for Armour on the line for another free throw. Both teams currently getting close to the double bonus range. Armour only one foul away. Elkmont sitting at two. Second free throw is going to fall, and now Ardmore brings it within six. Hamlin to inbound. He's going to take it up the right side. He's getting quickly pressured by Ardmore. Ball's on loose, stolen by Phillips. Layup is up and no good. Ball's tipped in the air. No one can grasp it, but it's finally brought down by Hamlin. Outlets it out to Thomas. Thomas over to Newton. All the way down the left side. Tries to dig it to Bettingfield. Looks like she's going to be fouled. Looks like she took an elbow to the nose. Yeah, hard foul there drawn by number three, Brianna Newton. But that will take a brief timeout. Remember, you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball here from Play Action Sports. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the city of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. And that includes Athens and Limestone County Sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. And welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently number two, Abby Broadway shooting free throws for Elkmont. First one didn't fall, but the second one does, 47-40 now. Armour bringing the ball up aggressively down the right side over to Phillips in the corner. Oh, up and down. 
<laughs> hesitates on the shot, and she's going to be called for a travel. Krista inbound for Elkmont. 24 seconds left in this ball game. That's if we're going to switch it out. Now Thomas is going to inbound and giving it to Broadway. Intentionally fouled, and we're going to go back to the line for two more free throws. Foul is on uh, Brynn Wallace. That's her second. That'll be the team's tenth. So two shots from now, these last 22 and a half seconds. First free throw coming up for Broadway. First one's not going to fall. Getting about 22 and a half seconds left in this ball game. Elkmont still currently holds the lead, 47 to 40. Second free throw is up. That one's going to fall, 48 to 40 now. King bringing the ball up once again for Ardmore. Over to Wallace, back to Bettingfield at the top of the key. Drives inside, shot is up. Layup's good, 48-42 now. Don't throws it. Thomas throws, tries to throw the inbound pass. This is going to go over Hamlin's head and out of bounds. Four and a half seconds left, 48-42. Armore down by six. We're going to need a very quick three and then something crazy to happen here for a potential comeback. Here's the quick, three. Ooh. Quick inbound for three. Shot's no good. Tipping is made, though, to the final score. Elkmont, 48, Armore, 44. We'll be right back as we prepare for the Varsity Boys game. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently at Elkmont High School where we where the contest between the Lady Red Devils and the 
of Elkmont and the Lady Tigers of Ardmore just concluded Elkmont taking the win 48 to 44 a very back and forth game especially there toward the end it seemed it almost seemed like both teams just couldn't keep their hand, hands on the ball yeah a lot of turnovers and you know Elkmont had a big lead there and Ardmore come back in the second half and scored some points so uh um, the leading scorer tonight for the Lady Red Devils was Thea Hamlin. She had 16 points. Ardmore had three girls in, in double figures, uh, Brooke Phillips, Lexi Bettingfield, and Ashley Mullins. They all had 10 points apiece. So good game by both teams, and uh, Lady Red Devils come out on top by four. And uh, we're just getting ready for this boys game coming up here in just in a few minutes. Yep, we got warm-up. We got warm-ups right now. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come right back, we'll be getting ready here for the Varsity Boys action between Elkmont and Ardmore. Once again, you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Alabama High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Hey, guys. This is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. 
taking his hand, helping each other home. If you're looking to spruce up the look of your home or business, Usselton Landscaping can produce beautiful results, providing mowing and trimming, mulching and landscape design, brush clearing and tree cutting, drainage and water diversion, pressure washing, junk removal, storm and disaster cleanup, and many other services. Usselton Landscaping is a family-owned business focusing on building quality relationships with their customers. Visit their Facebook page and check out their work for satisfied customers, then call or text 874-1357 to see what they can do for you. Usselton Landscaping, 874-1357. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years and that tradition continues today come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions barbecue pork ham and chicken st louis style ribs catfish pork chops hamburger steak just to name a few they're open early for breakfast too so take a drive up to 18060 upper fort hampton road in elkmont just three tenths of a mile east of highway 127 eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue, and Elkmont tradition. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. The Play Action Sports Report is back in podcast form. Look for it every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. The Play Action Sports Report. Scores, interviews, highlights, and more from school, youth, and amateur sports in Athens and Limestone County. The Play Action Sports Report every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform or online at pasnetwork.net. Welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here, brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently live at Elkmont High School, getting ready here for the varsity boys game between the Elkmont Red Devils and the Ardmore Tigers. I'm going to be your play-by-play caller for for this game. Bailey Lowry here, joined by my partner in crime and <laughs> and co-host. Oh, yep. Uh, let me get them here for you. <laughs> there you go. And I tried to set I tried to set you up well for a good introduction. Oh, uh, <laughs> somebody asked me, "Was I a guy from, that does Ardmore games?" I said, "No, I ain't him." Thank goodness. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna be a good game tonight, I believe. Uh, two teams, like we said, this rivalry, not only in football, it's basketball too. So. 
it's going to be a good game, good county game, and uh, we're going to see who comes out on top. As always, keeping us on the air and making sure we don't say anything we're not supposed to. Our trusty producer, Mr. <laughs> Tim Lambert. He's the man man with the plan. <laughs> he always is. All we're, right. So we're about to get into the starters here. We'd like to give you a quick reminder to tune in for the Play Action Sports Update three times each weekday for school, youth, and amateur sports news from, Limestone, from the Limestone County area on 1080 AM WKAC. Here we go, starting lineups for the visiting Ardmore Tigers, coached by Kyle Owens. You'll have uh, a forward, a senior, Luke Hardeman. Uh, also a senior, number five, Justice Castile. Another senior, uh, number 22, Brody Dunn. Uh, junior, Maddox Dorning, number 24. And Skylar Jean, he's a freshman. Uh, don't give us some, don't give a number here, but he's in the starting five. So for the Elkmont Red Devils, coached by Coach Eric Smith, We've got a senior number three, Row Allen. Another senior number five, Ryan Boyd. Number twenty-four, Jace Teeples. He's a junior. Uh, Connor Ward uh, has nothing here for Connor. So uh, and Connor Newton, he's uh, he's a sophomore for the Elkmont Red Devils. So. See if I can get that those jersey numbers for us since I forgot to write those down since Dragonfly didn't help us out there. As we try to get Todd, Todd's trying to get these these ads to put their update these things and they don't really do it. So, so it's like Cody Ward is number ten. Skylar Jean is number four for Ardmore, and uh, Connor Ward for Elkmont. Is uh, let's see here. <laughs> I like how that guy said, "Let's play ball." Sounds like jumping for Ardmore is going to be number twenty-four, Maddox Dorning. Cody Ward is number ten, and Connor Newton is number eleven. Yeah. It's like jumping for Elkmont is going to be number 24, Jace Teeples. And here comes the tip. It's going to go Elkmont's way. It's going to be handled by number five, Ryan Boyd, near the top of the key. Dish inside to number three, Roe Allen. Kick out to Newton. Newton tries to give it out to Cody Ward, but it's going to be stolen by Luke Hardeman. Shot, shot is up, and Arbor is going to be the first one on the board here, two to zero. Boyd now at the top of the key for Elkmont. Tries to dish inside. Pass is going to be deflected and stolen by Jace Teeples of Ardmore. Over to number five. Justice Castile on the right side. Tries to dish inside. Ball is deflected and stolen by Connor Newton. Elkmont now coming up the left side. Number three, Roe Allen. Back over to the right side to Newton. Newton on the right wing. Moving up to the top of the key. Elkmont offense is going to take a start here. Ardmore in a 3-2 zone. Tries to dish inside. Ball is going to be stolen by number three, Luke Hardeman. Hardeman dishes it to number 22, Brody Dunn. Layup is going to miss. It's going to be rebounded by Newton. Score still currently 2-0. Ardmore currently leading. 
Oakmont now on the offensive, dish inside to Teeples. Teeples shots no good. He's going to get his own rebound, but they're going to say he was out of bounds. It's going to be Ardmore ball. I'll tell you what, you get some meat on the bones on number three and number five, and go, I mean, Ardmore's going to have them some twin towers. <laughs> Man. Looks like we have a sub for Elkmont. Number one coming in, Michael Murrah. Ardmore now bringing up Elkmont with a full-court press. Ardmore trying to beat it through the middle. It was a pass to Roe Allen at around the logo, but a foul's going to be called. It's like he got Cody Ward for a reach. That'll be his first, team's first. Ardmore still in the lead, 2-0, to zero, about 6.40 left in the first quarter. Number four, Skyler Jean's going to handle it for Ardmore. Going up the left side, ball's going to be loose and roll out of bounds. We're going to say it was off Ardmore last. It's going to be Elkmont's turn. So you have number one, Michael Murrah, bringing it up for Elkmont. Over to Ward on the left side. Ward in the corner. Three is up. That's going to fall. Three to two. Elkmont takes the lead. Good shot there by Cody Ward. Hardeman bringing the ball up for Ardmore. Crosses the logo, going all the way. Shot is up. (laughs) No good, but a foul is going to be called, and that's going to be on number 10, Cody Ward. His second foul. Yeah. Just make sure. That's two quick ones on him. First free throw for Hardeman is up. (laughs) He's going to hit the top of the backboard. Shot's not going to fall. So we got a sub here for Elkmont. Number two coming in. I believe that is Brandon Klim. Second free throw is up. That one's going to fall, and Ardmore is going to tie it up here at three apiece. Number five, Ryan Boyd bringing it up for Elkmont. Ardmore still sticking to a 3-2 zone. Murrah on the left, left wing. Back to Boyd near the top of the key. Swing pass over to Klim on the right. Back to Boyd near the top. Trying to look for some way to penetrate Armore's defense here. Over to Murrah. Back to Clem in the left corner. Back to Boyd near the top of the key. Back to Clem in the left. Back to Boyd near the top. Oakmont is trying to look for an opening, and they find one. Boyd's going to drive and shoot from the free throw line. Shot's no good. Going to be rebounded by Hardeman. Knocked from behind by Roe Allen, but Armore's going to recover. Pass is going to be deflected. Out of bounds by Oakmont. It's going to stay Armore ball. Good defense there by Elkmont. Armore inbounding. Number 22, Brody Dunn. Dunn dishes it to Justice Castile. That's going to fall. 5-3, Ardmore takes the lead. Boyd now bringing it up for Elkmont near the top of the key. Over to Murrah on the right side. Over to Clem in the right corner. Guarded closely. Penetrate shot near the block. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Jace Teeples and put back. He's now tied at five apiece. Elkmont with a full court press. Over to Hardeman on the left side. Uh. Tries to swing pass it over to number four, Skyler Jean. Pass just a little too high. That's going to go out of bounds, and Elkmont's going to take possession. Boyd to inbound. Over to Murrah near the logo. About 4.52 left in this first quarter. Over to Boyd on the left wing. Elkmont currently on the offensive. Murray near the logo. Picked up in the zone by Hardeman. Over to the right corner to Clem. 
Over to number three, Roe Allen for three. Shots no good. <laughs> it's going to be rebounded by number 24, Jace Teeples, and he's going to be fouled. He's going up for two. Let's look. I got Luke Hardeman his first. It'll be the team's first. About 435 left in this first quarter. Five, five apiece. Teeples for free throws. First one is up. That one's going to fall, 6-5. to five. Second free throw coming up here. Second one is up. That one's not going to fall. It's going to be knocked out of bounds, though, by Oakmont. Armour's going to retake possession here, number 22. Brody Dunn inbound. Going to give it to Hardeman on the left side. Oakmont to full court press, given to Skyler Jean. They cross half court. Swing pass over to Maddox Dorning in the right corner. Dish inside to Hardeman. Kicks to the middle. Mid-range shot for number five, Justice Castile. That's going to fall. 7-6 now. Ardmore takes the lead. Over to Boyd on the left side to Clem in the corner. Clem looking for an opening. Over to Boyd back in the corner. Back to the top of the key to Murrah. Murrah's going to go up, but they're going to they're going to call a charge. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I don't know about that. As you can hear a chance from the Ardmore student section. Getting pretty loud here in the Elkmont gym. They're going to bring it up here as they go on the offensive. Skyler Jean on the left side, picked up by Boyd. Crosses half court, over to Hardeman in the corner. Tries to dish inside. Ball's going to be not loose, but recovered by Hardeman as he's trying to drive through the middle, and he's going to get fouled. Looks like foul's going to be called. Little tables with a reach in. Yeah, it's going to be. Yep, number 24, Jace Teeple's going to be called for the foul. Or more to inbound under their basket. Number 22, Brody Dunn. Inbounding it over to Skyler Jean near the right wing at the top of the now to the top of the key to Hardeman back inside to, to Brody Dunn on the free throw line. Shot is up, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Brandon Clem. Yeah, listed out to Ryan Boyd. He's going to bring it up near the right side over to Clem in the right corner. Looks inside, skip pass over to Murrah on the left wing. Three pointer goes up and it's good. Nine to seven. Elkmont reclaims the lead. Good shot. I believe that's the fourth lead change in this quarter alone. You better get it across. You better get it across. Skyler Jean trying to push it up. Boy putting on some good pressure. Cro- pressure crosses half court. Skip pass over to Dunn near the block. Uh. Tries to kick it back out to Jean at the top of the key, but pass is going to go long, and they're going to call back court. It was almost close. Murray almost touched it before Jean did. So Elkmont's going get, to get possession back across half court. Number three, Roe Allen to inbound. Boyd to handle it near the top of the key. He's going to be picked up by Hardeman. Dish inside to Murrah. Murrah, mid-range layup, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Brody Dunn. Outlet it out to Gene. Gene skip past to Dorning on the left, left wing. Tries to drive through the middle. Ball is going to be not loose. Recovered by Murrah. One-on-two situation. Good pass. Dish into the middle. Jace Teeple's going to go up. Shot is good, 11-7. Jace has got five of the eleven. So far. Gene to bring the ball up for Ardmore. Ooh, almost drug it. Gives it to Brody Dunn. Skip across the middle. 
Passes Aaron, recovered by Roe Allen. He's going to take it all the way himself. Shot's not going to be good, but he's going to get fouled. Looks like they're going to call that on number 24, Maddox Dorning. That's going to be his first foul. That's the team's second. It's number three, Roe Allen. Free throws coming up for Elkmont. First one's not going to fall. So for Elkmont, we got number tw- we have number 12. Look like it's Bryce Camp and Braden Hillis are checking in for the Tigers. Yep. And Clem. Second free throw is up. That one's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Clem. Going to bring it out to Roe Allen at the top of the key. Over to Clem. Clem for three. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Jack Thomas. His first appearance in the game gives it to Boyd. Boyd's going to drain the three, 14 to 7. Looks like Armour's going to take a timeout here in the first. What kind of timeout is it going to be? We're going to say it's going to be a full timeout, so we're going to take a quick timeout ourselves. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently live at Elkmont High School where Elkmont currently leads Armour in the varsity boys game 14-7. About two minutes here left in the first quarter. Armour to inbound. Doesn't look like, oh no, Elkmont is going to full court press. Armour looking for some kind of pass. Deep pass to Hardeman. Hardeman just grabs it out of the sky like a wide receiver. Tries to dish it inside to number five, Justice Castile, but that ball's going to be deflected out of bounds, but it's going to stay Armour ball. They better be glad he's that tall. <laughs> so we have number 24, Maddox Dorning to inbound it for Ardmore. Gives it to Castile in the right corner. Takes inside to Dorning. Back out to number 12, Bryce Camp for three. That's going to fall 14 to 10 now. Boyd breaking it up for Elkmont near the top of the key. Armour now shifting more into a 1-2-2 defense. Jack Thomas's pass is going to be stolen by number 10, Braden Hillis. They're going to try to dish it in to number three, Luke Hardman, but that ball is going to be knocked out of bounds. They're going to say it was off Armore, so now it's going to be Elkmont ball. Look like Ardmore's student section showed out more than Elkmont's, and they're wearing their Christmas pajamas tonight. <laughs> Maybe we should have wore ours. Fit in. <laughs> Number five, Ryan Boyd at the top of the key for Elkmont. Over to Thomas. Thomas for three. Shot's not going to fall. Ball's just knocked around. Looks like it's going to be picked up by number three, Roe Allen. He's going to put it back 16-10. to 10. Over to Castile for Ardmore. He's going to bring it up himself. Crosses near the logo. 
Picks up his dribble, looking for a pass. Oh, it's going to be stolen that. by Jace. Jace makes the easy layup. 18 to 10 now, Elkmont. Seven points now by Jace. Elkmont just putting on the pressure against Ardmore. Just trying to get it across. We're going to kick it to Hardeman in the corner. Three-pointer is not going to draw. It's going to go out of bounds. Eric was out on the floor. He almost interfered with the shot. He was down there in the corner on the floor. <laughs> About 46 seconds left in this first quarter. Elkmont currently leading 18 to 10. Or more inbounding. We're going to give it to number five, Justice Castile. Back out to number 12, Bryce Camp. Camp for three. That shot's going to fall 18 to 13. That's six for him, two threes in a row. Now about to hit the under 30-second mark in this quarter. Elkmont handling the ball. Boyd at the top of the key. Over. Back to Jack Thomas on the left corner. Swing pass over to Clem in the right corner. Right back to Thomas on the left. Ooh, back to Boyd at the top of the key. Pass is going to be stolen by Castile. Bring it up all the way over the left side. Skip pass to number two, Gavin Russell. And, but he's going to be fouled, and they're going to call it on the floor. Looks like it's on Ryan Boyd. That'll be his first. That'll be the team's fifth. Yep, looks like that was, that was called on number five, Ryan Boyd. Sub for Oklahoma. We got number one, Michael Murrah, coming back in. Armorta inbound, about 11 seconds left in this first quarter. Elkmont currently leading 18-13. to 13. Inbounded to Castile. Castile with the mid-range. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by number 20, Braxton Clem. Outlets it out to Thomas. Over to Murrah. Murrah wow. Deep three. <laughs> shot's... Oh, and almost backspin in the hole. Yeah, shot's not going to fall. And with that, that's going to be the end of the first quarter. Your score, Elkmont 18, Ardmore 13. We'll be right back with, more, with second quarter action. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a Valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Want to howl with the havoc this season? Now's your chance from Tailgate Talk and the Huntsville Havoc. Just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name. Then listen to Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 as we announce the weekly winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl with the havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and 1080 WKAC. High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently live at live at Elkmont High School where the Varsity Boys of Elkmont currently leads Ardmore 18-13. Here at the start of the second quarter. Got number four for Ardmore. Skyler Jean mid-range shot is up. No good. It's going to go out of bounds and we're going to call it Elkmont ball. Looked like Brody was on the back and they didn't call that. Looks like he just knocked it out of bounds. Number one, Michael Murrah to bring it up for Elkmont. Over to Brandon Clem on the left side. Back to Murrah. Near the top of the key. 
Over to Braxton Clem. Skip pass to, to the other Clem. Shot <laughs> is up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by number 12, Bryce Camp of Ardmore. I went it out to Skyler Jean. Deep skip pass over to Brody Dunn. He's going to take it all the way himself. Shot's not going to fall. It's going to be knocked out of bounds, so it's going to stay Ardmore ball. We let Coach Owens just want a foul call there and didn't get it. Ardmore to inbound. Pitches it out to number 24, Maddox Dorning, near the top of the key. Ball's knocked loose, recovered by Murrah. Murrah bring off the right side. Blowing past plenty of defenders. Tries to kick it out, but, but his pass is stolen by Maddox Dorning, who then almost had his pass stolen right back by Murrah, but the ball's going to go out of bounds, and Elkmont's going to regain possession. Looks like almost a whole new squad coming in, coming in here for Elkmont. Look like all the starters are back except for, uh, yeah, I guess all the starters are back. We got number 11, Connor Newton. Up top of the key, hands it off to Boyd. Armour now in a 2-3 zone this time. Over to the right side. Now to the left corner to Newton. Dish to the middle, transition to Boyd at the top of the key. Three-pointers no good. It's going to be rebounded, though, by number three, Roe Allen. He's at the Boyd. Boyd dish inside to Jace Teeple. He's going to finish it 20-13. to 13. That's nine points for Jace. Number four, Skyler Jean bringing it up for Ardmore. Crosses the logo. Bringing it down the right Ooh, side. Good move. Takes it Ooh. up himself. Shot's no good. Tipping missed by number 12. Bryce Camp is going to be rebounded by Elkmont. Roe Allen to bring it up. Hands it off to Newton. Newton back to Allen. Allen for three. Shots no good. It's going to be recovered by Camp. Camp's going to give it to Jean. Jean's going to cross the logo. Out of the left side. Over to number to number 24, Dorning. Dorning back to Jean near the top of the key. But pass is going to be a little too far behind him. And that's going to be a backcourt. No, it looks like Ardmore got a 30-second timeout in before the actual turnover. Just saved by the timeout there. And during this one, we'd like to remind you to go online to tailgatetalk.net and enter your nominations for the Applebee's Athlete of the Week and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from the Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. And I think Tim will have a new poll up in the morning. Correct, Tim? Uh, that website and keep an eye out for that new poll. And if you know, you know, a county athlete, nominate them. Who wouldn't want to eat at Applebee's? About 5.40 left in the second quarter, 20-13. to 13. Elkmont leads. Elkmont on the offensive. It's Good. Castile Good. shot from the block. It's going to fall, and he was fouled. Looks like that fa- uh, they need to stop the clock as the clock is currently running when it should not be. There we go. And he's going to make his and one. So 20 to 16. He was fouled by number three, Roe Allen, as well as being able to take seven free seconds off the clock. And he's got, just, uh, Castile's got seven points as well. So Boyd now at the top of the key for Elkmont. Drives Ooh. in. He's going to slip. Ball's knocked loose. 
recovered by Hardiman. Hardiman driving all the way out the right side. Layup is no good. He gets his own rebound, kicks it out to Castile. Castile mid-range. Shot is up, makes another and one opportunity. And this time the score is table. People remembering to stop the clock on a foul. Hmm. So we're going to have the proper amount of time here. Foul on Connor Newton, his first. That'll be the team's seventh. So Ardmore will be in the one and one. Free throw is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Allen, 20-18 to 18 now. Elkmont's lead being cut down to two with about 440 left in this first half. Allen's going to take the mid-range shot. That's going to fall 22-18, trying to, trying to answer those and ones. We got Newton now guarding Dunn. Dunn tries to dish inside. Ball was deflected, but recovered by Ardmore. Another dish inside to Castile. Shot from the right block. No good. Rebounded Ooh. by Dunn. Goes back up, but he's going to be fouled. That's why that foul was on number 11, Connor Newton. That's going to be his second foul. Brody Dunn to go to the line to shoot. Two. Uh, they give him two, or is it one and one? He's shooting two. First free throw up for Dunn. That's not going to fall. Looks like Mikhail Murray is checking back in. Checking back in for Newton. Down second free throw coming up here. 22-18, still the score. Elkmont leading. That free throw is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Teeple. I'll let it out to Murrah. Murrah bringing it up for Elkmont. Top of the key. Drives in, kicks out to Allen. Now the top, back out to Boyd. They're shifting around, trying to find an opening in this zone defense of Ardmore. Boyd driving down the right side. Gives it out to Murrah at the top of the key for three. Shot's going to fall, 25-18. That's how you beat the zone. (laughs) Deep pass here on the inbound from Ardmore all the way up to Castile. At the block, layup made, 25-20. Great cherry pick there from Ardmore. Looks like they wanted to charge there, but he was way too far on the go to get that call, so... Good play, though, by Castillo. Murray tries to Murray tries to drive inside, but ball's going to be not loose by Brody Dunn. He's going to get a foul. That's going to be his first. Murray inbounding for Elkmont over to Boyd near the top of the key. Boyd drives inside. Good screen set there by Teeple, but ball is knocked loose and stolen by Skyler Jean. Now we got number 24, Dorning, driving inside. Mid-range shot is up and no good. It's going to be rebounded by Cody Ward. Ward outlets out to Murrah. Driving in on the right side. Murrah floater is good, 27-20. to It gives him eight points tonight. Gene bringing it up for Ardmore. About 3-10 left in this first half. Dish inside to Dorning. Dorning kicks it out. To Castile. Castile tries driving in from the left. Oh. Ball is socked loose. There's going to be a foul. Looks like it's going to be on Elkmont. Number, I believe, 24. That's his second. Like, How can they call a hold there and it was a loose ball? I don't understand that call. We got number five. Justice Castile, first shot is up. That one's going to fall 27-21 now. About 3.05 left in this first half. Gives him 12 so far tonight. 
Second shot is up. Give him 13. That one's going to fall 27-22. Murrah to bring it up for Elkmont. Full court pressure coming from Ardmore. Murrah on the right side. Tries to draw two defenders. Skips it over to Boyd on the, other, on the left side. Boyd drives in. Kicks it out to Ward. Ward being pressured. Back to Boyd. Boyd dish inside to Murrah on the right block. Shot's no good. Murrah gets his own rebound. Tries to go back up, but he's going to travel. Oh, wow. Elkmont ball. I mean, Armour ball now. Dunn to, in, to inbound over to Gene. Back to Dunn. Elkmont forecourt pressing. Go to, goes to the middle to Dorning. Dorning gives it to Dunn. Dunn on the left side. Kicks out to Castile for three. Ooh. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Boyd of Elkmont. Boy going to cross half court. About to hit the two-minute mark here in the second quarter. Boy driving in from the left. Kicks out to Ward. Ward for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Luke Hardiman. Hardiman bringing up the left side for Ardmore. Skip pass over to Castillo on the right block. Shot is up. Layup's going to fall 27-22. That's 15 (laughs) of the 24. Now under a two-minute mark, 27-24. Elkmont holding on to a three-point lead. They cross half court with Murrah. Murrah driving in, cutting through the middle. Looks like there's a foul. It's going to be called on the floor. Looks like it's Gene. Yep, foul is on number four, Skyler Gene for Ardmore. See his first, the team's fourth. So for Elkmont, that's why you got number four, Jack Thomas, coming in. Inbound from Brandon Klim. Goes to Thomas, up to Murrah at the top of the key. Armour now shifting to a 3-2 zone. Thomas on the left wing. Gives it to Klim on the left corner. Back to Thomas near the top of the key. Right back to Klim on the left side. Feeds the free throw line to Teeples. Kicks out the boy for three in the corner. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Dunn. He outlets, he outlets it out to Hardman. Hardman's pass deflected by Thomas, but not able to get the steal. A little lazy on the bounce pass there. It went out of bounds. It's going to be Ardmore ball. Dunn to inbound. He's going to give it to Gene behind half court. Going to be picked up by Boyd. Driving down the right side is Gene. Kicks it out to Dunn on the right corner. Shot is up. Shot is no good. Rebounded by Castile. His his putback no good as well. It's going to be rebounded by Elkmont. Now breaking it up. Jack Thomas now right corner for three. Shot's no good. Rebounded by Clem. Clem kicks it out to to Murrah at the top of the key. Three-pointer's no good. Ball's on the ground. Looks like a foul's going to be called. That's going to be on number 24, Jace Teeples. <clears throat> About 52. What's his third? 52.9 seconds left in this first half. Elkmont still holding on to a three-point lead, 27-24. We got number 24, Maddox Dorning, at the line here for Ardmore for two free throws. First one is up. Oh. Just going to go in and out. That one's not going to count. So here for the next 50-something seconds, Ardmore's in the double bonus. So 
any any free throws that can help them tie, maybe tie this game up. Second shot coming up. That one's going to fall 27-25. Armore makes it only a two-point lead now for Elkmont. Boyd bringing it up for the Red Devils. Driving all the way up the left side. Tries to kick out to Thomas, but that pass is going to go out of bounds. If you're if you're ill much, you don't have to, you know, speed it through here. Take some time off the clock. You got the lead. Stupid mistakes. It'll hurt you every time. Hardman bringing the ball up for Ardmore. Kicks it to Castillo in the corner. He drives in mid-range. Is wow. Out. Shot is good, and I don't know how he got that off. But He's in fuego, as they say. In fuego. <laughs> well, he just made it 27 all now. And now we got Murray driving in. And it's like they're going to call an offensive foul on Murrah. That's his second charge today. That layup would have counted as well. So Armour is about to inbound it. Oh, excuse me. Number 22, Brody Dunn to inbound. Elkmont going with a full court press once again. <laughs> this is getting good, Bailey. Got number 24, Dorning, over to Gene. Skip, dip, big swing pass over wow. to Hardiman. Dip, then the dish inside to Castile. Castile, easy layup. Ardmore takes the lead, 29-27. Amura trying to drive in, get a quick basket. Shot's no good. Big Allen it out to Dunn. Dunn over to Hardiman. Oh, Pass was stolen by Boyd. He, he just throws it up from half court. Shot's not going to fall. I got a little behind there, but so much <laughs> happened at one time. A little bit hard to keep up. But at the end of the first half, your score, Elkmont 27, Ardmore 29. We'll be right back for, for the second half of the varsity boys game. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too, so take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible Textbook Series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. If you're looking to spruce up the look of your home or business, Usselton Landscaping can produce beautiful results, providing mowing and trimming, mulching and landscape design, brush clearing and tree cutting, drainage and water diversion, pressure washing, junk removal, storm and disaster cleanup, and many other services. Usselton Landscaping is a family-owned business focusing on building quality relationships with their customers. Visit their Facebook page and check out their work for satisfied 
customers, then call or text 874-1357 to see what they can do for you. Usselton Landscaping, 874-1357. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a t-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. We're back. Uh, we're back here at Elkmont High School. This is a halftime score of the boys' game. The Ardmore Tigers are up by 2, 29-27. And we're joined here at the half by the Lady Red Devils coach, Sam Wallace. Coach, how you doing tonight? Well, it's always good to get a win, so I'm good. Hey, as they say, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty, but it's a win, right? There's no pictures in the scorebook. <laughs> That's why I look at it. Uh, your girls played hard tonight. Yeah, played really hard. Played with a lot of grit. Played a lot of toughness. Um, didn't rebound well as well as we wanted to, and we also didn't kind of finish the game the way we want to. I was telling Tim, seemed like Thea's been here for years. She's in the 10th grade, man. <laughs> so she's got another two years yeah, here. She's, goodness. she's a good ball player. She's not bad, man. Like, there, was, there was one point in the game, um, she had turned down a layup and turned it over, and I called her over the sideline. I said, the next time you turn an open shot, I'm just going to take you out. I need you to be more aggressive and go be the best player on the floor. And I thought she was the last four minutes of the game. She was the best player on the floor. So, so, so we hadn't been – this is our first time up here. Just uh, talk about how, how the season's gone so far, uh, you, you well, wins and losses. And- I'm either the smartest guy in the country or the dumbest because we're 9-5 and five, and four of the five are ranked. So <laughs> – Rogers has beaten us. New Hope has beaten us. Uh, Lauderdale County, obviously, has beaten us. Um, East Limestone beat us. And then Lincoln County, Tennessee. I think Lincoln County, Tennessee would be like a 6-8 down here. But, like, so our schedule's been super – we be, we have beaten everybody we're supposed to. I mean, um, playing those tougher teams helps you in the long yeah, run, though. Yeah, it does. Like, like all those teams were, were, were picked for a reason on our schedule. They all pressure. And that's one thing that we had to get better at, especially if we're going to be able to compete for – you know, a regional regional title is is be able to handle pressure. That's what you know. That's what Lauderdale County is going to do, yeah. and that's what Susan Moore is going to do, and that's yeah. what all the, the good teams in our region are going to do. They're going to pressure you, and so we tried to go find a bunch of teams that would do that to us. So, uh, I was talking to Coach Smith earlier. Uh, holiday tournament. We're playing. We're playing at um, Lauderdale County. We've got <laughs> got the Deschler Tigers, <laughs> number one ranked team in four A, and we play the Hatton Hornets, who got beat in the finals last year in two A. So, schedule's not not easy, but wow. you know. Those games, what I try to tell our kids is like, listen, if you're playing at Wallace in February, nobody's going to remember you playing those games. No, they no, don't. That's they true. don't. They don't. Even, like it doesn't even matter. What, you can. It doesn't even matter where your record is. That's true. So, we're trying to get ourselves ready for that. Like we want to play our best in February, and uh, we're not really. We're just concerned every day, just being a little bit better today than we were yesterday. Just be one percent better today than you were yesterday. And so. then, like I was telling Coach Smith, <clears throat> seemed like. Right around the corner is the county tournament. You think, yeah. <laughs> we're four and one. We're three and one. Let's see. We're three and one. We have not played Clements yet, so we're in good position to be a one or a two if we'll just take care of business Tuesday you know, night. We had noticed uh, Coach Newton was here tonight scouting. Yeah, so. I saw her, yeah. So, uh, I've, I've, been, I've seen her several times. So, uh, so I've seen them play several times. I'll tell so, you what, uh, she's, she's aggressive. She wants to play with them. So, like, we did, she's, she's we did that game. She's about old enough to. Yeah. And <laughs> she, I mean, she was – up and down the floor, running with those girls that night. We did the, the, the Whitesburg Christian game with them. Yeah. But she's, uh, she's done a good, she's done a really good job. Uh, their kids play really hard, and they're 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 a lot better than they were last year. 
Um, Trent is obviously a, a terrific player, one, one, one of the best players in our county. So it's going to be a tremendous challenge for us to go there to their place tomorrow on Tuesday and win it. And we know we're going to play them probably three times just because, yeah. I mean, Lauderdale County is, is the standard in 3A girls, so we know they're probably going to be area champs in the regular season. So, so we're, we're expecting to play them so y'all three, three times y'all probably. play at Clements this Tuesday night? Tuesday night, yeah. At Tuesday night, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we both played Lauderdale and we both got smacked. So. <laughs> Yeah, we were we had uh, Coach Leg on our show this yeah. morning. And he was talking about how uh, how the uh, Coach Hope lost to a tough game to Lauderdale County, and the girls did too last night. Yeah. So girls were very competitive though. I think they were down like three at halftime. So like, like I said, she's done a tremendous job, and she does a good job. Um, she played in Lauderdale County system. Yeah. She played for Brant, and so like their kids compete and they play hard and they play with toughness and they play fundamentally sound and they're not going to beat themselves. So like we're going to play. Extremely well to have a chance to win that game. Oh, I know so, you'll have them ready. And yeah, we have, we, just, tr- we have a tremendous amount of respect for them. And so. hey, we want to wish you good luck on down the season. And I appreciate it. We'll see you again soon, buddy. I will appreciate see you down taking the road. time out. Yes, sir. Appreciate have a good y'all. One. That was Coach Sam Wallace of the Lady Red Devils here at Elkmont. We're going to take a break. The score here at halftime is Ardmore twenty nine, Elkmont twenty seven. You listen to Limestone County High School basketball for play action sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Are you a good sport? Enter your name to be our good sport on the Play Action Sports Report. Every Wednesday during the podcast, we'll announce the winner. You might pick up a $25 gift certificate from Max Steakhouse in Athens. Just go online to pasnetwork.net, look for the Good Sport tab, and register. The Good Sport, our next one could be you. From Max Steakhouse and Play Action Sports. Hey, welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here, brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently live at Elkmont High School, where Ardmore is currently in the lead in the varsity boys game. Coming into the third quarter, 29-27. I'm your play-by-play com- commentator here with my partner in charge, Jay Vesser. That's me. And, and, as, and, as, and as always, too, keeping us on the air. 
Our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. I'll tell you what. Ardmore is being held in there by Mr. Justice Castile. He's got 19 points here in the first half. He's got 19 of the 29. <laughs> wow. He has been a huge threat on the offensive side. Now, on top of that, we got a little bit of a little bit of banter in between the two student sections. I hope Tim's uh, microphone didn't catch some of that language. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, congratulations to Bryce Young, uh, first Alabama quarterback to win the Heisman. So, congratulations to him. Right, so, starting off the half, Elkmont's going to take the ball. We got Boyd at the top of the key. Over to Ward on the left side. Ward dishes inside to Allen. Allen's going to finish it. He's going to tie it up 29 all. Now we got Hardeman now. Right side for Ardmore. Tries to swing it over to number 24, Dorning in the corner, but it's going to be picked off by Allen of Elkmont. Allen driving in all the way Ooh. through the middle. Shot is up. No good. He's going to be. Oh, it's oh, actually going to be. An, charge. It's going to be an offensive foul, actually. It's his second team's first team in the second half. Mr. Castile's doing it all. Taking charges and scoring points. Number four, Gene, going to bring the ball up for Ardmore. 29 all. Over to Hardeman. Still behind half court. Back to Gene. Now across over to Dunn in the left right cor- in the left corner. Tries to dish inside, but it's going to be picked off by Allen. Going to Allen it out to Boyd. Boyd at the top of the key now. Armore still in the zone. Or actually now now we've transitioned to man to man. Now to Allen near the top of the key. If I was Armore, I'd stayed back in that zone, I believe. Oh, oh! Going to go inside to Allen. <laughs> His shot is going to be blocked. And, but he's going to be fouled. Look like Hardeman. That'll be his second team's first in the second half. Number three, Roe Allen on the line for free throws. First shot is up. That one's not going to fall. Still 29 all. About 6.55 left in this third quarter. Second one's no good as well. Uh, we got a lane violation, looks like. One more shot. Somebody jumped in there too quick. This is the NBA. You gotta wait for the <laughs> you gotta wait for the ball to hit the rim first. But it looks like it didn't matter. I saw about four people do it. But second free throw is no good. It's gonna be rebounded by Hardeman. I'll let it out to Gene. Now back to Hardeman near the right side. Back to Gene on the left. Now to Dunn in the corner. Three-pointer is up. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Dorning. Given to Hardeman. He's going to make the mid-range. 31-29. Ball going to be brought up by number 11, Connor Newton for Elkmont. Dish over to Ward in the corner. Back to Boyd near the top of the key. Over to Allen. Allen back to Newton. Newton for three. Shot is up. No good. Boyd going very high for the rebound. Looks like a foul is going to be called on the floor. I don't know how. He, his own man was the one that knocked him down. <laughs> that foul is going to be on Ardmore. Elkmont inbound, inbound under their own basket. So the foul was committed by number four, Skylar Jean. So we have the inbound, two teeples. Shot is blocked and recovered by number five, Justice Castile. Given and Jean near the top of the key. Back to Hardeman on the right side. Over to Dorning in the corner. Back to Hardeman near the top of the key. Back to Gene on the left side for three. Shots no good. Rebounded by Dorning. 
and he's going to be fouled. That's three on Allen. Yep, foul is on number three, Roe Allen. And subbing in for Alkmaar is number two, Bo Hosner. Yeah, they really got this messed up. Gene now, top of the key, over to Castile for three. Shots no good, rebounded Ooh. Ooh. by Elkmont. Recovered by Connor Newton. Dish over to Cody Ward. He's going to make the layup. Now tied up at 31. Both hard fouls. He's going to come from behind, try to pick it off of Hardeman. It's going to be knocked out of bounds. Cody Ward was hard fouled, was fouled hard on his layup, didn't get a call, and rushed back with authority to knock that ball out of bounds. <laughs> These kids, they get them back off the floor, they're going to get hurt. That man was spraying from half court, and I saw the look of pure <laughs> anger on his face. You would not want to be in his way. About five and a half minutes left in this third that quarter. No charge. Oh, oh, that was a flop. Even Tim saw that up here. Looks <laughs> like the foul is going to be called on number 24, Maddox Dorning. It's his second, team's third. Oh. 31 all here. Number five, Ryan Boyd bringing it up for Elkmont. Going to be picked up by Gene. Over to Ward on the right side. Over to Hosner in the corner. Hosner looking inside, gives it to Boyd. Boyd over to Teeples on the free throw line. Shot is up, no good. Rebounded by Hardiman. Big skip pass over to Dunn. Dunn layup is up. Blocked by Jace Teeples is going to go out of bounds and stay here for Ardmore. Ardmore to inbound. Number 22, Brody Dunn. Over to Hardeman on the right corner. Moving it through the middle. Over to Gene at the top of the key. Over to Dorning in the right corner. Picked up by Hosner. Over to Castile near the top of the key. Driving over, over the right side. Little floater. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Teeples. Outlet it out to Boyd. Boyd skip pass over to hmm. Connor Ward. Shot's no good. It's going to be rebounded by Castile. Outlet's out to Gene. Gene both, gives it to Hardiman. Both teams have cooled off here. Oh, <laughs> Gene, top of the key three. No good. In and out. Rebounded by Jace Teeples. Outlet it out to Connor Newton. Newton just pulls up three. Shot no good. It's going to be rebounded by Castile. <laughs> He's got to be close to a double-double. Now over to Dunn. Back to Castile on the free throw line. Shot's no good. Rebounded by Connor Newton. Newton bringing it up. Now the top of the key over to Boyd on the left side. Travel. He's going to drive. Oh, oh, they called timeout before the shot. Okay. Elkmont timeout. Looks like it's going to be a 30. (laughs) During this timeout, we'd like to remind you, you can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. Remember, pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps, too. Yeah, I thought he was going to call the travel, but before they got to travel, there was a timeout, 30-second timeout by Coach Smith. 
Might have known ahead of time. <laughs> Looks like Castillo has not scored a point here in the second half, and he was on fire there that first half, especially towards the latter part of the first half. So we got number one for Elkmont coming in. Michael Murrah. Boyd to Clem for three. Clem's going to drain it 34-31 now. That was number 12, Brandon Clem for Elkmont. They retake the lead. Now we have number 10, Braden Hillis up the top of the key for Ardmore. Looking inside. Gives it to Dorning on the right. This inside of number five. Justice Castillo, ball is knocked loose and recovered by Brandon Clem. Over to Murrah for three. That's oh, going to bank, bank in. <laughs> 37-31. And a timeout's going to be called by Ardmore. And it's going to be a full timeout. So with that, we're going to take a brief break ourselves. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. <laughs> Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Welcome back to, to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Here it. Elkmont currently leads Ardmore in the varsity boys game, 37-31. About 3:21 left in the third quarter. Both teams just been kind of been going back and forth. This might turn into a little bit of a scrap. The student sections are exchanging words. A lot of the fouls now are becoming pretty. Hard-hitting fouls, so this could turn to a scrappy fourth quarter. A lot of tic-tac fouls. But right now we're still in the third. We got number 10, Braden Hillis handling the ball for Ardmore. Over to Hardman on the top of the keep. Over to Dorning in the right corner. Three is up, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Murrah. Murrah bringing the ball up for Elkmont down the right side. Picked up by Hillis. Going to move to the top of the key. Elkmont's going to set up their offense. Ardmore now in a man-to-man defense. Murray driving through the middle. Shot is up from the free throw line. No good. Rebounded by Hardiman. He kicks it out to number 12, Bryce Camp. Driving down the left side. Over to Dorning in the corner. Back to Hardiman on the left wing. Three is up. No good. Just off the back iron. And the ball is going to go out of bounds and given to Ardmore. (laughs) I don't know about that. I I, I don't either. I could have sworn I saw it go off at number 24. Dorning there, but the I guess bump, the ref saw like something. The bump I knocked it out of his hands, but they should, if they had called anything, should have been a foul on the bump. 235 left in the third quarter. Back to Dorning at the top of the key. Over to Hillis on the left wing. Back to Hardiman. Over to number 12, Camp in the right corner. Back to Hardiman on the wing. Over to Hillis at the top of the key. Back to Hardiman looking for her way inside. And then Dorning in the free throw line. Back to Hillis for three. That's going to fall 37-34. Murrib now bringing it up for Elkmont. Hillis going to pick him up near the top. Man-to-man defense. Armore is still going to be in. Murrib picks up picks up the ball over to Hosner in the right corner. Hosner looking for some kind of pass. Big skip pass over to Boyd on the left side. 
Alchemy picked up by Camp. A boy now hanging around near the top of the key. Over to Murrah, over to the right side. Over to Clem in the corner. Picked up by Hardiman. Back to Murrah near the top of the key. Oakmont is looking for some kind of opening. Back to Boyd on the left side. Oh. Uh, Hosner was just in the middle of a backdoor cut, but Boyd was just a little too late on the pass. And that's going to go out of bounds. Ardmore ball. Tough luck, dude. About a minute 30 left in this third quarter. 37-34. Elkmont lead. Ardmore on the offensive. Dorning in the in the right in the left corner. Back to Camp on the wing. Back to Dorning in the corner. Drives baseline. Oh, good move. Good lay, good lay in there by Dorning. 37-36. Murrah now on the right wing for Elkmont. Back to Boyd on the left. Picked up by Camp. Out of the top of the key. Over to Clem on the left side, guarded by Hardman. Over to Murrah, drives inside to Clem at the top of the key. No no three ball, back to Murrah on the left wing. Three is up, no good, rebounded by Dorning. Now under a minute in this quarter. Dorning bringing it up for Ardmore. Over to Camp at the top of the key. Ball not loose, but he recovers. Drives in, little acrobatic layup there. Not going to fall, but it's going to be rebounded by Hosner of Elkmont. 37-36, 37-36, Elkmont currently holding their one-point lead as we're about to get under 30 seconds for this quarter. Ardmore still holding man-to-man defense. Boyd picked up by Kemp. Why, why not hold it for the final shot? Driving I through, don't get that. Driving through the middle. Clem for three. That's going to hit the top of the backboard, and it's going to be Ardmore ball. And see, Bailey, that's a turnover right there, basically. Hold yeah. it for the last shot. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> exactly. You got no need to rush. No. No, sh- no shot clock. You got the lead. And you have all the power. You got you to gotta get a good shot off in the last couple seconds, not with 15 seconds left on the clock. With now Armour is pushing up, now under 10 with Camp on the left wing. Being highly oh. pressured. Pass is stolen by Clem. Given to Murrah on the go-ahead. He's going to lay it in. 39-36. And that's going to be a momentum-driving play to end the third quarter. Now heading into the fourth, your score, Elkmont 39, Ardmore 36. We might have a close one here heading into the final stretch. And you're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. And welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here from Play Action Sports, currently live at Elkmont High School for the contest on the varsity boys between Ardmore and Elkmont. 
Ardmore got an early shot off. No good. It's going to be rebounded by Elkmont. Boyd bringing it up. 39-36. Still the score. Elkmont currently leading. Murrah now at the top of the key. Now over to Boyd. Picked up by Camp. Foul's going to be on the... Looks like we have an off the ball, away from the ball foul. It's like Devlin Jarrett. I guess they got him with a hold under the basket there. That'd be his first team fourth. Oakmont inbounding it over to Murrah. Murrah kicks it out to Boyd near the top of the key. I believe over to Clem. Yep, on the left wing. Back to Boyd near the top of the key. Oakmont kind of taking it slow here over to Murrah. Then to Thomas on the right corner. Back to Murrah near... Now to Boyd at the top of the key. Drives inside, kicks it back out to Clem. Oh, stepped out of bounds. Ready to drive, but they're going to call him for the travel. Looks like Dornan and Hardeman and Gene checking back in for Ardmore. Number 22, Brody Dunn inbound for Ardmore. Skyler Gene going to bring it across half court. Has it to Dunn. Now across. Back to Gene. Over to Dorning in the left corner. Boom. Three is up. That's going to fall. He ties it up. 39 all. Murray now bringing it up. Over to Boyd on the right wing. Drives inside. Shot is up and blocked by Hardeman. Recovered by Dunn. Back to Hardeman in the left corner. Three is up. Ooh. That's not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by... Oh. Justice Castile. And he's going to be fouled going on the line for two. Looks like at Brandon Clem's first. That'll be the team's third. Justice Castile go to the line. Hopefully his first points of the second half. First free throw is up. That one's going to fall. Armour retakes the lead 40-39 to 39 now. Couple subs here for Elkmont, number 24, Jace Teeples, and number three, Roe Allen coming back in. Second free throw coming up here for, T- for uh, Castile. That one's not going to fall. It's going to be rebounded by number 20, Braxton Klim. Gives it off to Jack Thomas. He's going to bring it out to the top of the key. Over to Allen on the right side. Move into the middle. Over to to Clem on the left wing. Three mm. is up. No good. Just in and out. It's going to be rebounded by Gene. Gene bringing it up. Picked oh. off from behind by Jack Thomas. Elkmont's bringing it back. Moves up to Allen on the left corner. Guarded by Hardeman. Drives inside. Through the middle. Dish inside the Teeples. Teeples Ooh. goes up. Shots blocked by Dorning and recovered by Gene. Gene's going to pass it over to Dorning. Cutting through the middle. Shot is up from the left side. Oh. No good. Rebounded by Dunn. Dunn goes up as he's falling back. No foul, but he's going to make it 42-39 now. We have number one, Murrah, bringing it all the way up. Shot's going to go up. So they're going to say he was fouled. Basket's good. They give you the continuation. I think that foul's going to be on Maddox Dorning. That's his third. So with 5.50 left in this ball game, 42-39. Ardmore currently leads. One free throw coming up for Murray, and that's going to go in. 42 all now. Hardeman now. 14. 
Crosses over Castillo, going up. Floater is up, oh. no good. Re- it's going to be rebounded by Braxton Clem. Outletted out to Allen. Allen over to Thomas from the left corner. Back to Allen on the wing. Given to Kim near the top of Clem near the top of the key. Over to Murrah on the right side. Drives through the middle, cuts to Clem. Ooh, three pointers, no good. It's going to be rebounded by Skyler Jean. He's going to give it to Dorning. Skip pass across half court to Hardeman. He's going to be. We're going to say he was fouled. Oh. We're going to call him for the travel. Oh. <laughs> that is what you call unfortunate. It's hard to visualize, but he was going up for the pass. He kind of got knocked a little bit as he caught it and just started tripping over himself. No foul was called, but instead of travel. Wow. Murray now driving in, kicks out to Allen. Allen for three. Shot's no good. Rebounded by Thomas. Thomas goes back up, and he's going to be fouled. 42. That's Dornan. That's his four. 42 all right now. Five minutes remaining in this ball game. Jack Thomas for Elkmont on the free throw line for two. First one is up. That's going to fall. 43-42. Camp coming in for Ardmore. Second free throw coming up here for Thomas. It's up, no good, rebounded by number three, Luke Hardeman. They cross half court on the right side is Hardeman. Over to Camp on the right corner for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Castile, but they're going to call an offensive foul. Offensive foul on number five, Justice Castile. I didn't see nothing there. (laughs) Inbounding, we have number three, Roe Allen for Elkmont. Arbor going to apply a full-court press. Also coming in, number 10, Cody Ward for Elkmont. It's one and one. Oh, it is one and one, yeah. Somebody turn oh turn the air on in here. <laughs> it's getting a little chilly. <laughs> so we got a one-on-one opportunity coming up here for number four. Jack Thomas. First free throw coming up. Now 448 left in this ball game. First one is up. That's gonna fall. 44-42 now. Second free throw coming up here for Jack Thomas. That one's up. That one's going to fall. 45-42 now. Subbing in for Elkmont number five, Ryan Boyd. Armour to inbound. Elkmont to apply a full court press. Done to inbound. Gives it to Gene. Over to Hardeman on the right side. Pushing it up. Skip pass over to Camp on the right wing. They get it across half court. Skip pass over to Dunn on the left side. Over to Castile in the left corner. Drives through, kicks it out to Dunn. Dunn now to Gene at the top of the key. get some kids on the floor. Over to Camp. Camp for three. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Dunn. 
and stolen by Roe Allen. They're going to give it to Boyd on the left side. He's going to drag it out to the top of the key. Oakmont looking to take you a little slow. Over to Murr on the right side. Looks like a full timeout is going to be called. So with that, we'll take a brief timeout ourselves. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here brought to you by Play Action Sports. Currently live at Elkmont High School where Elkmont currently leads Ardmore in the varsity boys match 45-42. Now they're pointing at the scoreboard. It's only a three-point game. It's only a three-point lead. And the best part is there's a guy who did squats with another classmate on his back with how many points they were ahead by. This is not football. This is basketball. You you need to... Team can score just like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's all about that rivalry. Allen inbound for Elkmont near half court. About 4-12 left in this ball game. Over to Murrah on the right corner. Drives in. Shot is up. No good. It's going to be rebounded by Castile. Castile being pressured. Giving off to Gene. Gene, middle pass to Hardiman. Hardiman to Dunn for three in the corner. No good. Rebounded by number one, Michael Murrah for Elkmont. Quick possession there for Ardmore. Quick recovery for Elkmont. Pat, loose pass from Murrah to Cody Ward. Balls on the ground. Recovered by Dunn. Dunn pushing up. One versus two. Drives in. Shots no good. But he's going to get two shots. That's Teeples. That's his fourth. Now about 3.36 left in this ball game. We got us a barn burner. We do. <laughs> Number 22, Brody Dunn. The shoot free throws for Ardmore. First one's up. That one's not going to fall. Second shot coming up here. Oh, first you got a substitute. Number four, Jack Thomas coming in for Elkmont. He's not falling through with his shot. He's releasing it over his head. Second free throw yeah. is up. That one's no good. And it's going to be Elkmont ball. Allen inbound for Elkmont. Gives it to Boyd on the left side. Back to back to Allen. Pushing through the middle. Back to Boyd on the left. Trying to cross half court. Crosses it. Pushes it through the middle. And is going to take it out to the top of the key. Boyd now being pressured by Gene. Over to Murrah. Now the top of the key. Over to Thomas on the left side. Over to Teeples in the corner. Back to Thomas. Over to Murrah. Murder to Boyd on the right side. 
Drives in through the middle. Good dish. Good two tipples. Easy layup. 47-42. Now under three minutes in the ball game. Now we have Castile handling it for Ardmore. Over to Gene. Deep dish pass. What happened? They step out of bounds. So they haven't really, they haven't given what, the call what yet. What happened? They haven't given the call yet. They just kind of, they just whistled. Well, we got some arguing, though, between the ref and the Ardmore coach. Elkmont student section calling for a technical. I don't even know what to call this. <laughs> did he get a, did they call a timeout or something? I, I'm not sure. I didn't see any kind of timeout signal be shown or anything. We're kind of turning to Mr. Mr. Lambert for some clarification, but he seems just as dumbfounded as we are. <laughs> I mean, the kid was still dribbling the ball, and they yeah. blowed the whistle, and I thought, well, he stepped on the back back end line. But I was thinking maybe someone committed a foul away from the ball, but they're not giving any kind of foul indicator. <laughs> Doesn't seem like anyone stepped out of bounds. Okay. Well, all right, you know what? It's a new right, over. All right, you know what? We'll just go with it. Our, our ball, we're about to inbound around half court, <laughs> giving to Gene. Gene's going to be picked up by Boyd, about 2.45 left on the clock, still has it cross half court. Makes it across over to Hardeman. Pass is just going to slip out of his fingers, go out of bounds. It's now Elkmont's. Elkmont's ball going the other way. So Tim says it was a heat timeout. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why they open these doors down here. A heat timeout in an air-conditioned facility? Okay. <laughs> now I've seen everything. Oh, baby. Boyd at the top of the key. Guarded by Gene. Oh, Driving in through the middle. Good, Good dish inside to Allen. Allen's going to make the easy finish. 49-42. Elkmont extending their lead. Now over to Hardeman. Gets it back out to Justice Castile for three. Oh. Shots no good. It's going to be rebounded by Teeple. Given to Boyd. About to hit the under two-minute mark. <coughs> Boyd crosses half court. Now under two minutes. 49-42. Elkmont in the lead. Boy driving in. Gives it, gives it to Murrah on the right wing. Now to the top of the key. Murrah driving through the middle. Kicks out to Boyd for three. Shot no good. Just in and out. It's going to be rebounded by Dunn. Dunn drives in through the middle. Shot's no good. It's going to be knocked out of bounds by Ardmore. It's going to be Elkmont ball. Timeout going to be called by... Yep. By Elkmont, it's going to be a full timeout. That will take a brief timeout ourselves. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball here on Play Action Sports. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the city of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. And we 
Welcome back to Limestone County High School Basketball here on Play Action Sports. Elkmont currently holding a lead over Ardmore in this varsity boys contest, 49-42, with about a minute and a half remaining in the game. Ardmore currently currently with seven fouls with Elkmont already in one-on-one territory. It's hard to see how they would really win when you should start fouling. <laughs> well, Dorning's got four for Ardmore. Taples has got four for Elkmont. Allen the inbound for Elkmont. Ardmore with a full court press. Over to Boyd. Near the free throw line, driving down the left side. Crosses half court, going all the way himself. Cuts through the middle to Jack Thomas for a layup. Easy layup made, 51-42. Elkmont with a nine-point lead. Inbound pass is stolen by Jack Thomas. He's just everywhere on the court today. It's the mullet. <laughs> it's the power of the mullet. <laughs> that foul is on Gene at his fifth third. That's team foul number eight, one-and-one one shooting for Elkmont. One-and-one one here for so number five, Ryan Boyd. Jack Thomas is making a great play there. Good finish on the layup. And then coming back in time, recognizing the inbound pass and making a quick steal. And making a huge play for his team. First free throw is up. And that one's going to fall. Elkmont now takes a double-digit lead. I mean, Ardmore had it right there. They were down by, a, by one point. And then they hadn't scored but six since that time. Second free throw is up. That's going to fall 53-42 now. Number See. 10, Braden Hillis bringing it up for Ardmore. Almost gets, stole, almost gets stolen from behind him, but a foul is going to be called on number one by Kel Murrah. So the end of that third quarter, it was 37-36. Mm-hmm. So what is that, uh, 17? Elkmont scored 17 to 6 since that time. Hillis now for Ardmore. Oh. Trying to pass it to Hardeman. Pass gets deflected. Oh, it did not get deflected, actually. It's uh it just went out of just, went out of bounds. They just threw it away. Yeah, excuse me. There you got Murrah now bringing it up for Elkmont. Now under a minute in the ballgame. Going down the right wing, just dribbling near the top of the key. I think a foul is going to be called on number 12, Bryce Camp for Ardmore. Number one, number one, Michael Murray going to the line for a one-on-one opportunity. Also a sub for Ardmore. We got number 11, Devlin Jarrett coming in. So we got about 54 seconds left in this ball game. Elkmont currently with a now 12-point lead as Murray makes his first free throw, 54-42. to 42. Second free throw coming up here from Murrah. Oh, that's oh. not going to fall. That's all I'm going to say about that. And it's going to be Ardmore ball. It's the cold weather making him miss him. Air ball. Now under 50 seconds. Given to number 24, Maddox Dorning. Ball is not loose. Stolen by Boyd. And a timeout is going to be called by Elkmont. It's going to be a 30-second timeout. I'd like to remind you to listen during the post-game show for the Limestone County Player of the Night. Our featured player will get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. 
uh, got a, the Havoc are up over to Evansville tonight, 2-1. to one. It's, They're starting the third period, so hopefully they can pull it out, make it win number, I think, number 16. Wow. Tim, you been over there yet this year? Turn twice? I hadn't got a chance to go, so hopefully here after Christmas we'll be spending a lot of time over there. We didn't get to go much last year, so my, both my boys love love the hockey, and so we're going to try to get over there. All right, we got number three, Roe Allen inbounding for Elkmont. Gives it to Murrah behind half court, now under 40 seconds. Murrah passes him up. Ball is knocked loose, recovered by Dorning. Dorning kicks it to Hillis. Hillis three-point, no good. Outlet it out to Camp. Camp's three-point attempt is no good. It's going to be rebounded by Jace Teeples. He's going to outlet it out to Boyd. Now under 20 seconds. Boyd probably going to hold it out up top. It's like Elkmont just going to run out the clock. And they are going to become the victors of this rivalry match as the clock is counting down. Five, four, three, two. One, zero, 54-42 is going to be your final score. Elkmont's going to take it. That will be right back with some post-game action. You're listening to Limestone County High School Basketball from Play Action Sports. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Hey guys, this is Joanne with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. 
What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best fresh made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Sports at just concluded here at the with the varsity boys contest between Elkmont and Ardmore with Elkmont coming out on top 54 to 42 in a very hard fought game especially but toward the end Elkmont just kind of seemed to run away with it and you know like I said a while ago Bailey just into the third it was 37 36 Elkmont and then Elkmont scored 17 unanswered points well I say unanswered but it was 17 points to Elmont six, so Elmont never scored. I mean, Ardmore never scored in the second, in the third, and fourth quarter. So, good job by Elmont to shut down uh, Justice Castile. He had twenty points. He only had one point in the second half. So they did a good job, of, you know, packing it in on him in that second half. So, uh, good job by by Elmont and Coach Smith. A good win tonight, and he'll be happy about that. But there's still a lot more to improve for him. So, remember to listen during the post-game show for the Limestone County Player of the Night. And I think we have a winner tonight. What do you think? I think we do, too. Remember, our feature player will get a gift certificate to good at either Village Pizza or Crane Delight. And that and tonight's player is Thea, Thea Hamlin. Hamlin. She had 16 points tonight in the girls' win over Ardmore 48-44. So, congratulations to her. And uh, maybe we'll run up on her at Village Pizza, and she might share some food with us. <laughs> maybe, maybe just being the being at the forefront of the Lady Red Devils office tonight. Very well earned, Thea Hamlin, and congratulations. So, Bailey, I enjoyed it, brother. Appreciate you coming, you helping me out, and I'm helping you out. So, I think we're going to do some more down the road. So, I appreciate you. Hard work. <laughs> Anytime, I'm always. I'm always up for coming out, watching, watching some good basketball, doing some good commentary. And thanks to Tim for keeping us rolling, keeping us in in line, and uh, enjoyed it. And to from Elkmont High School, this has been Bailey Lowry, Jay Vesser, and our and our trusted producer, Mr. Tim Lambert, signing off. You have been listening to Limestone County High School basketball from Play Action Sports.
You've been listening to High School Basketball on the Play Action Sports Network. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to PASnetwork.net. Limestone County Basketball is a production of Play Action Sports.